Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. And this week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 7, hashtag, this could be us, but you playing. So this week, we have, I'm not even going to say a special guest. Normally, I say special, but he ain't all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> it's my roommate, Emilio Velasco. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Emilio. We low-key hate each other, but, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. We love each other, but we don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what my mom used to say to my sister. That's actually. what I always that's still say that to my sisters to this I day. I love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> Have you been watching Degrassi all along, or is this like your first? No, I watched up until the last episode I remember watching from like The Next Generation was when uh, Paige hooked up with their roommate who might have had or who had HIV and it like ended with her wondering if she got HIV and I never found out if Paige got HIV so (laughs) that was the last episode I watched not on purpose I was just like it kind of like fell off my wagon at that point but then me and Carly like binged all of Next Class okay last summer this past summer right yeah it was a a while ago we binged all of it so I like yeah I've seen all of the Next Class for sure so we always start off by asking our guests um, who you were in high school versus who you are now. I mean, I was pretty similar to how I was in high school. Like, I've always had a lot of friends. <laughs> um, You're the like, only one we've had so far. I've always been very social <laughs> and, like, not, like, pretty much friends with every. I mean, I wasn't, like, best friends with everyone, but I was pretty friendly with everyone. Um, chill. I mean, I didn't. What kind of clubs and stuff? Theater, um, and then that was pretty much it. But then in senior year, I joined every every like oh, yeah. one that would look good on your college <laughs> application. <laughs> so I was in like student council. I was in National Honor Society since like tenth grade. Of I thought you did it for the photos in the yearbook. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like Business Professionals of America, which for no reason I went to like one meeting, but I still got to go to the trip to Tulsa, so that was <laughs> nice. fun. Nice. Um, and then I did student council and. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was on the prom committee both years. Oh, I was too. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I was. The only like main difference is like I was as um, as May said on this episode, she called Miles a square, which I didn't know that people still use that as a. <laughs> well, she phrase. dresses like she's a nineteen fifties. She dresses so. uh, well. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on the fashions, but uh, <laughs> yeah, she called him a square, and I'm like, so I guess technically I was a square. Like I didn't really drink or party or anything in high school. You so. weren't addicted to pills. No, unfortunately, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I was just wondering, is student council as intense, like, in your experience as it is on this show? Oh, no. Like, where they're constantly doing it? Like, on this show? Okay, there was, like, certain people, like, my friends who were in student council, which is another reason I did. I was like, well, all my friends are in it. Why not? Um, But they definitely treated it a little bit more serious. But it was not, like, we had, like, one meeting a week. Um, and like really all we did was plan like the pep rallies and stuff. Right. And then we did like a fundraiser and things like that. So you didn't create a ton of clubs and plan no, everything. No, like that we weren't in charge of anything. We were the only thing like that we were allowed to do was like decide the themes for homecoming week right. and like plan the pep rallies. That's it. Nice. Right. Everything else was like, yeah, you don't get to start shit. <laughs> like sorry. That's what I thought. But... Like what? Like absolutely not. First of all, you needed a teacher sponsor for like any clubs. <laughs> it's like you no, to be basically, because like, Tristan is like, I'm acting principal. Yeah, like, it's like the, the wildest thing in the entire world. I'm like, how is he making all these financial decisions like for well, the school? As Miles said when he originally won president, he was like, so do I get the school credit card? So apparently, yeah, what? 
like Degrassi has a black card and they're just like maxing shit Excuse out. Me. Can you imagine? <laughs> Put it on the card. Right. So yeah, who are you now? How would you say you compare to high school? Uh, so yeah, pretty much the same since I was in high school. Uh, my personality hasn't really changed. Still pretty social. Uh, I drink now. That's really the only difference <laughs> in general. So the jig is up. We invited you on this episode because you're gay. Yeah, I, you kind of <laughs> just leaked that on accident. Sorry. Um, and there's some gay things that happened there in this are, episode. There are. There are a lot of gay things. Um, so were you out in high school? No, I didn't come out till I was like 21 years old. Oh, wow. But do you, do you feel like people... I think you had said before, like, people kind of knew. Oh, but, like, of course. Was- I think everybody knew, like, <laughs> essentially. I mean, there were still girls that had crushes on me, that which was bizarre. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, what? <laughs> but I think it's because I would be like, I'm not gay. Da-da-da. So they're like, maybe there's a chance. Right. Like, I had crushes on many gay men when I was younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that weren't out yet. <laughs> I think that's a good sign. I Usually, like, a lot of my friends who are, like will say like, oh yeah, like they either had a gay boyfriend or they had crushes on gay dudes. Like a lot of them are like, Lance was my favorite in NSYNC. So I like think it's a good, it's a good character trait in so, women to grow up having crushes on gay men. They usually end up being like the ones that I'm like become best friends with. So Meanwhile, I didn't have crushes on any, like anybody that came out as gay later. I was just over here being like, you're gay, come out. Yeah. What are you doing? You're, you were that person. Yeah, because yeah. I was crazy being like, ooh. Who's a red flag? Ooh. Yeah, you're the one you? forcing people out of the closet. Yeah, which is right. So good for right. someone's self esteem. Right? <laughs> I'm like, incur- in- well, I can't talk. If we were friends in high school, you've been like, you're fucking gay. I know. Just right? say it. I don't care. I would have said it just to get you off my back. Like, fine, okay. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. <laughs> so, but yes, yeah, so when um, you came out, you said 21. Like 21. It was like my senior year of college, like right before my senior year of college. So, did you feel like. Um, do you feel like you identify with Zoe at all, where you were conflicted about maybe something? Actually, I didn't realize. I was like, oh, maybe we should have gotten a lesbian. But then I was like, but Emilio's also Hispanic, and so is Zoe. So I'm like, maybe their stories cross paths a Zoe's little bit more. Zoe's Hispanic? Her last name is Rivas. Yeah, and she mentions in the last episode that her mom is a strict Roman Catholic. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So that's a, I'm a pale Mexican, but that's a pale <laughs> whatever she is. But I was definitely conflicted about it for sure. It was definitely like some, not something I wanted to be. Like it was not like I didn't embrace it at all. Mm-hmm. It was more like uh, I still like pretty much listen to the same things and watch the same things that I watch now. It wasn't like suppressing anything like that, but it was definitely something that I was like felt ashamed of, quote unquote. Well, not quote unquote, did feel ashamed about. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like family based. I think it's just like. I don't want to be this because it's going to be, like, a nightmare to, like, I just thought it would be, like, so scary to, like, be out right. and about and things like that. You are a nightmare, though, so it's actually perfect. Yeah, it's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> it's working out for It's you. like, yeah, when they say it's a choice, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe's big thing is she's so concerned about her mom. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, now, again, I don't. This is up to you if you want to talk about this or not, but like I know you've talked to me about how your mom reacted to you being gay versus how your dad reacted to you being gay. And it's kind of the opposite, I think, of how most people parents react. Well, they, or- I mean, yeah. Well, I think my thing is like that is that was like a big thing since I, I mean, I grew up Roman Catholic, well, even worse, Mexican Roman Catholic, which is like in, intense, but uh. It, it, that was uh, the religion didn't really play a part of it. I just kind of knew, like you know, we come from like not like a very like open-minded liberal family. I mean, definitely democratic uh, Democrats, but for sure, like obviously not Republican because we're Mexican. 
uh, it definitely like played a part in terms of like, I don't think that my family is going to like be accepting of this. Like, I don't think it's going to be an open arm, like, oh, that, like a beautiful love Simon moment. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be that. Oh, God, that was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think everyone comes out when they're supposed to come out. I don't think any, there's a set age or there's a set moment. I think it happens when it's supposed to happen for everyone. There, you know, there's some people who don't come out till they're like, have been married for years and have children and things like that. I don't think it's that person's fault because they were trying. It's not like they were lying to themselves. It's that they were trying to like suppress something that they knew was there. Right. It's not like they were trying. Well, maybe they were lying to themselves, but they weren't trying to lie to other people. Like they're not trying to be like, mm. that's when, when, um, like when I did come out, like I know that certain people were like, why didn't you just tell me? Why didn't you just tell me? Like, and it's like, it has nothing to do with you. And I think a lot of people did take that personally in terms of like, oh, like, he didn't tell me for a specific reason. He should have, like, he he didn't trust me or something like that or Mm -hmm. something, anything like that. And it's like, no, it has nothing to do with the person. It has everything to do with, or, like, nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. Like, it has everything to do with the person who's doing the coming out, not the people that they're coming out to. Right. I mean, and unless they're, like, scared of to tell a certain person, like, your parents or something like that. But I think in terms of friends and things like that, I think it's more scary to admit that to yourself than it is. yeah it's not it's like self it's a it's an inside thing it's not an outside thing like it's not it's not something you're projecting onto people it's something you're like withholding in yourself if that makes any sense no yeah it makes sense yeah so when's this phase gonna be over for you you know i think pretty soon like i think i'm pretty (laughs) much over it okay good like me and my friend one of my friends like have a joke that like i'm only gay because i like the music oh yeah yeah gay for the music (laughs) and i'm like they're like yeah you probably are only gay because you just like to watch like real housewives and listen to britney spears and i'm like yeah listen it's a perk (laughs) (laughs) okay so we open with maya jonah and zig outside maya's house Maya's singing an old song of hers, I believe. I'm pretty sure we've heard this before. It's the song she played um, at the club. Right. Okay. So we've heard this that before. That was it not okay. The one that I liked. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> it's an acoustic version. I'm assuming it's called Black or White. I'm also calling it um, a half-baked Katy Perry uh, <gasps> yes or no song. Um, so they're getting ready to go to New York City because Maya, quote unquote, has a meeting with a record producer. Uh, turns out Grace can't go anymore, so it's just going to be Maya, Jonah, and Maya's mom. Surprise, Zig! Uh, Zig wants to go now because he doesn't trust Jonah, but Maya assures him that there's nothing to worry about. Bye, Zig! They So Maya and Jonah like don't do much to like help Zig not be jealous. Like, they really don't. They're constantly like Mm-mm. snuggled up together. Mm-hmm. It's just like a little weird. The way they were singing to each other was just like staring at each other like, oh, I can see why Zig is jealous. <laughs> no, yeah, I, for sure. It definitely makes sense. But I, I mean, I have to say him being worried about them being in a hotel room together. It's like her mom's going to be there. Right. They're not going by themselves. Like they're not going to fuck in front of Maya's mom. Okay. But obviously the mom left. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we can talk ahead, but like, she went to the mat, <laughs> but she leaves and they're in that room by themselves. And Jonah obviously was like down to fuck right. in that moment. <laughs> He's like, you're this, you're that. And I guess you're like what people would say is attractive. Right. It's like, get out of here with your messed up hairline. They're just friends. <laughs> but uh, I also noticed that Jonah's, um, straight edge tattoo was like glaring in this scene. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. The X. Oh, I didn't know that. Does he draw that on every day? Because it doesn't look like a tattoo. It looks like Sharpie. It looks very like faded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was like, oh, he went to the club last night, but right. he's underage. But so he they put always an X. Has it. Yeah. <laughs> they put an X on his wrist or something like that. It's the exact opposite. He did not go to the club last night. And it's the X proving that he will oh, never Lord. go to the club. 
my thing about Jonah, okay, is I can't not look at his hair the entire time because he has like a reverse <laughs> widow's peak where it's like oh. fine, but then the middle gets like goes up and it's like it's so bizarre. He kind of has a Jason hair from The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. I'm sorry. Oh, like slick back. Yeah, slick yeah. Back. I don't, but I don't mind the slick back hair. It's just that his hairline, like it's it's like fine, 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 and then it goes up, <laughs> and then like you know how usually like if it's receding, it's like it's narrow, like it's bigger in the like the middle, but it's like no, it's like reverse. It's like going up. It's like he's receding in the middle of his head. Oh it's, God, I'm lost in his eyes, so I never noticed. Jonah's eyes? I didn't even notice his eyes. Zig's the one that's got the best eyes, I think. Oh, I have a huge crush on Zig. He's my favorite character, by the way. <laughs> oh, good. We I feel like that's also a question we should we yeah. got into that last week with Tamara of like who would you have dated in high school slash who would you want to date now? So here's the thing: since I didn't date anyone in high school or and anything like that, but like I would say like oh I have a crush on that girl. It's like I would just pick obviously like a very attractive girl to like have a crush on. <laughs> who like who like Lola? No, I. I would have pretended to have a crush, I think, on probably, like, Lola or, like, Zoe. Mm. Like, very, like, okay, conventionally attractive girls. Like, right. Yeah. But not unconventionally attractive girls like, like. me. Because oh. <laughs> I'm a character on Degrassi. <laughs> Who would I want to date now? Yeah. Uh, Zig, 1,000%. Okay. <laughs> I want someone who's, like, wondering where I am at all times, like, for sure. I love And the then jealousy. I can just, like, not text for two hours and then be like, oh, I was just, you know, in bed with my bandmate. <laughs> no bag. I'm going offline. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, super duper vague. So the next scene, we open with a grassy, undisclosed location. At first, it's just a bottle of whiskey and an iPhone. And then we discover Miles, who doesn't have pants on. Uh, Frankie's calling the iPhone because she's supposed to wake up Miles for school. But alas, Miles is nowhere to be found. He found his random pants, but his wallet is gone. Uh, first of all, I am shook that iPhone has any battery left. If he was out all night... That is ex- my, was That like, was my... Exact first thought. I was like, like, absolutely not. That iPhone would be dead. Second of all, I have been there (laughs) many times. In a grassy knoll outside of I have never woken up outside of anywhere ever. But I have woken up sprawled on the floor somewhere in someone's living room being like, where, where am I? Oh, God. (laughs) This is my college days definitely being like, why am I just in my underwear? What did I do? What happened? Oh, my clothes (laughs) is over there. Okay, great. I took it off. My wallet's gone, not because someone stole it, because I left it somewhere. Just because I literally can't find it and I left it somewhere. Like, I've left my wallet everywhere across the state of Oklahoma. I've left my clothes everywhere across the state of Oklahoma. Um, So I have been there. I've received phone calls more than once of either from your sister because an Uber driver contacted her or from the Uber driver directly contacting me because I was like your last contact being like, we have this phone. Is this your, your friend's phone? And I'm like, motherfucker yep. and Emilio's passed out in his bed <laughs> and I'm like nudge I'm like Emilio wake up Doesn't wake up deal with this deal with this and he's just passed the fuck out and I'm like motherfucker I gotta get his goddamn phone his clothes outside I gotta put my fucking shoes yeah yep yep so more than once you know definitely definitely have been there it's uh it's a slippery slope slippery slope I'm glad I was pretty 
deliberate about my drinking. So I never wound up in places that were unfamiliar. I was always like, I'm going here to drink. And that's where I'd stay. I'd wake up on, you know, people's couches and floors, but I knew where I was. But the problem is when I wake up in the morning, I'm always at home, but I'm like, what did I order off of Grubhub? (laughs) Oh my God. $40 worth of White Castle. Oh, that was a good day for me. me. Cause I had some, well, you had White Castle in the fridge for like a week. Yeah, no, cause I like ate it and then I purposefully left it out because I was like, Emilio and his friend are coming home. So I'm just going to leave this here for them. They'll surely eat it. And then I went to bed. And like, yeah, I definitely want to eat the next day (laughs) after you put it in the fridge. (laughs) Yeah, we left it out all night and then put it in the fridge. We were like, well, better get this. I ate it. I felt fine. It was whatever. But uh, yeah, that that opening, that mild scene, I was uh, been there, done that. Been there, (laughs) done that. Was not in high school when I did it, but I've been there, done that. Yeah, no, no high school drinking. No, no, no. Yeah, Frankie says she's going to bring him some clothes because he doesn't have his wallet, so he can't take a taxi home. So Frankie saves the day. That felt very familiar of like my little sister every now and then when she has oh, to yeah. pick me up when I go home. It hasn't happened in a while, but every now and then I'll be like, can you come get me? She's like, <laughs> uh, where are you? <laughs> it's like, so it's very, I've, yeah, that whole scene, I was like, yep, all of this is. <laughs> so real. So re- too re- It went there for me, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so next we're in the hallway with Tristan and Zoe. Tristan wants to know if Zoe and Grace are girlfriends or girlfriends in italics, <laughs> essentially. Mm. Uh, but Zoe says she won't know until Grace comes back from New York City. But surprise, Grace is in school. She was casually coughing up blood, so she couldn't go on the trip. Zoe apologizes for kissing Grace. What? That's my favorite. She's like, Oh, that was the wildest scene ever. What? She's like, <laughs> What? what? I, I had to like rewind that 10 times. I was like, Surely I missed a joke in here somewhere. What? <laughs> that was wild. Uh, but Grace says, Don't be sorry. Zig approaches, uh, wanting them to be honest about their opinion of if he's hotter than Jonah, he but is. then he decides against he's it. He's definitely hotter he than like Jonah, in my opinion. Way hotter than Look, Jonah. Look, I'm torn. I would date both. Ugh, he would date a Jonah. Here's the thing. Also, in terms of fashion, Zig is the best straightest person <laughs> on that show, when thousand percent look okay i admit he looks really good in this episode the like the black t-shirt and the jeans when mm-hmm. he's throwing shit yes he looked so he looked like edward cullen in twilight <laughs> he, he looked did so look really good, good. In that also scene. in the beginning he had like that white t-shirt with the the denim jacket like rolled up sleeves he looked really good in that scene mm-hmm. too. listen i noticed what everyone was wearing at any moment at any time <laughs> I know we didn't see Winston in this episode enough, right? So I didn't get a good. He had a cute little T-shirt on when they he were, does. yeah, when Miles was. They definitely all dress like they have been on Queer Eye for the straight guy. Oh yeah, they all have like a French. Some of them, Winston. yeah, the dudes, the dudes are definitely <laughs> dressed better than the girls. That's for sure. But. Yeah. So Zoe asks Grace to watch a movie, which Grace turns into a Netflix and chill because her mom isn't home. Wink, wink. Luckily, Zoe loves Netflix. <laughs> I Listen, screamed laughing at that. Did you even know that Netflix exists? Because I Wait, didn't what? until I watched Degrassi. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> that was the wildest. I was like, you guys promote it. You guys better promote. So they're like, please don't cancel us. We love Netflix. It like, makes me laugh every time Netflix. Because like, they did it last. You then yeah. they like say it like the audio gets so like crisp and clear when they say Netflix. They're like, and we're going to watch Netflix and chill. I love Netflix. And they like basically look at the camera and like wink essentially. Wink. 
Oh, also, yeah, when he, I can't believe he had the nerve to be like, am I hotter than Jonah? And it's like, yeah, you are. It's like, Jonah's trash, anyway. <laughs> also, you're asking two lesbians. How are they? I guess he doesn't know they're lesbians. So whatever. Look, they don't even know they're lesbians. That's true. Because Grace true. isn't. He's totally oblivious to the fact that they're lesbians. He has no fucking idea. Guys, yeah. Grace isn't that's, a lesbian. That's also why I like well. Zig, because he never has any clue oh, I know. what is going on. <laughs> It's the funniest. It's like I've never seen someone. He plays it very well, too. Like, I don't see, like, bad acting in it. Mm -hmm. So next, we're in New York City. There's (laughs) cabs, Lady Liberty, the Empire State (laughs) Building. Maya looking out a window like, (laughs) woohoo. Maya is stressing over the little things like what to call this producer. But Jonah insists that all she has to do is wow him with her music because he's not going to care about anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start to practice a mock interview with the producer, but Zig won't stop texting, much like my fucking group text where I'm like, shut up, I'm recording, <laughs> stop. You should text him, I'm going offline. I know, right? I'm not taking <laughs> Gotta this Gotta focus. I'm not taking this podcast You're seriously. not taking it seriously, <laughs> like, honestly. Ah, uh, the girls, I don't... So yes, Jonah tells Maya that she should go radio silent to focus on the meeting, and Maya agrees and texts Zig that she's going offline to focus. Very vague. So vague. <laughs> yeah, it's like you you could have, literally you could have paused for 30 seconds and written a better crafted text message and this whole thing could have been avoided. Right. Literally just, literally just not even a full sentence, just like, hey, really focusing on this meeting right now. Love you. Talk to you later. Right. That's it. I fucking hate Maya. I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and say it. I was going to say that. I fucking hate her. She's the most annoying person I've ever seen on TV of all time, I think. Wow. She annoys the shit out of me. And I was going to say, as a person who's never been in a relationship, I'm calling you out, um, you just, the text message you came up with was actually a much nicer, more well thought out text message to send to a loved one. Right? Just like, <laughs> hey, because that's what I, even if it was just like a friend or something that's like trying to get in to- like contact with me. Like sometimes when I'm at work, I'll like just, I mean, if it's like a group text, whatever, but if someone's like, Hey, like, I need to know this. I'll be like, hey, I'm busy at work. I'll text you in like, you know, 30 minutes right. or something like that or whatever. Yeah, because I will say, Emilio, you check in a lot of places. And sometimes if I haven't heard from you and I know oh, you're not home, yeah. Carly you will literally in think anywhere, that I'm dead. I'm like, well, this is it. I've gotten texts from Carly where I'm literally walking home from the train to our apartment, like, literally five minutes away from her apartment. She's like, um, so you haven't posted on social media all day. And, um, <laughs> We haven't really texted today. I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, I'm sure you're fine, but just checking in. And I'll literally be like, I'm going to be. I, a part of me, when that shit happens, I'll be like, I'm just not going to reply at all. <laughs> and just, just show up home, like, whatever. But I'm like, I was like, I'm just going to get back on the train, not come back till tomorrow but morning. But you low-key know that I'm in my room, like, like writhing, panicking, taking yeah. my inhaler, yeah, losing my Because I know mind. your anxiety. So I will be like. Like, a part of me always wants to be like, oh, I should let her sweat it out because I think it's funny. But then I'm like, oh, no, because she'll actually have like a heart attack. So I'm just going <laughs> to let her know. I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry. I was busy at work. But uh, yeah, I'll be home in five minutes or something like that. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. But no, yeah, that she annoys the shit out of me. And then like that little playful flirting shit that she's doing with Jonah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you don't have to fucking throw a pillow at him. Like, idiot. And he's also a little scumbag being like, <laughs> you're conventionally attractive. Right. Whatever, get out of here. Yeah, that's not the type of hyping up she needs. Talk about her music. That's what she's going there for. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, I, like he did, like, he was right. Like, yeah, you should be focused right now because you're kind of scatterbrained. Like, 
It's like, and I'm just going to take it back to acting school and college. It's like when you have a big audition coming up or anything like that, interview, it's always control what you can control. And she was not controlling what she couldn't control, which is Mm -hmm. just how she's going to present herself. It's like you can't control what they're going to think of you. You can't control where they're going to like what you're doing. She can't control where they're going to like her music. What she can control is how she presents herself to them and how her music sounds. And she's not focusing on that. She's focusing on... What should I call him? Did I do this? Oh, I'm going offline. It's like, oh, Jonah, I'm going to throw a pillow at you. <laughs> Mom, I can't go to the mat. <laughs> I will say that Zig's being kind of a brat. Like, what he says to her is, too busy with that jerk. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, okay, that was bratty. funny as fuck. It's funny, but like, come on. Of course he's being a brat. Hey. But like, honestly, all she should have said was like, She's like, Jonah, or whatever. What's his name? Zig. Zig, I love you, but, like, I'm busy. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen. I just got to really focus because, you know, I only got one shot at this. Boom. That's Meanwhile, it. Zig is over there ripping the sleeves off all his shirts. All his sh- okay, <laughs> so excuse angry. me. His sleeves are not ripped off. All of his shirts come no. with no sleeves. <laughs> Thank you, wardrobe. He bought his shirts with no sleeves. There's not a fray inside on that scene. That's true. Yeah. And if he did, then he ripped them off, and his mom stitched that scene right up to Aww. make it look like it's natural. <laughs> I'm so much more authentic. All my sleeves are cut off by me. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's you. That's you. <laughs> so now we're in English class with sexy, stylish teacher. Okay, I was going to say, actually, the best dressed person this whole episode was that teacher. That teacher is always the best dressed He's in every He's very episode. attractive. Mm-hmm. I was down. Can Ooh. we call him Mr. Hot Sauce? Yes! Like like Mrs. Hot Salakas. Hot Salakas. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't remember that? (laughs) That's what we were referencing. Yeah, definitely call him Um, Mr. Hot Sauce. Mr. Hot Sauce, the teacher. (laughs) So he's asking the class what to be or not to be means in Hamlet, because that's the only question anyone ever asks about Shakespeare on TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Miles is passed the fuck out, head on his desk, when sexy teacher tries to get him to answer his very important Hamlet question. Winston saves Miles by answering, but also trying to give Miles a little life lesson along the way. That was a really good scene, actually. Yeah. I, like, really love that. He's looking right at Miles, saying, Hamlet is depressed, and he's trying to figure out if hurting himself is a way out. But it's not. It's not, Miles. (laughs) Miles is my second favorite character, by the way. I like Miles a lot. I think I kind of identify with Miles minus the rich part. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of get the whole, like... I get where he's at right now where it's like you're being a hot mess because you don't know what else to do. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And yeah. he's and he's self-medicating. Like, I get that. I've done that before. Like, Yeah, one, yeah <laughs> you know? for sure. Yeah. Uh, he's not like getting wasted to get wasted. He's getting wasted because his abusive dad lives with him. So Yeah. And his parents like don't parent. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He has like no. Like what's his little sister's name is watching out for him more than his actual parents are. Right. Yeah, the fact that they didn't even notice he wasn't he home. didn't come home at night or anything like that. Yeah. Anytime I watch shows like this where it's like the kids stay out all night or whatever, I'm like... Why didn't anybody notice? I'm like, I, I never. If I go home now and I'm 29 years old and I'm staying at my mom's house, right. she's like, when are you coming home? Or like in the morning, she'll text me like, you stayed at your friend's house, right? Just making sure. And I'm like, right. how do you not like... <laughs> You're not face down in a ditch, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I like they couldn't even hide. I can't hide for like more than 30 minutes after like midnight without my mom being like, where are you? So where are you? are you saying where it's like you? living with me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, at night, we're on our own. You know That's that. true. I know we're all getting bugged. <laughs> after midnight, me and you like, listen. We know. Yeah. We know. We don't ask questions. <laughs> it's, it's martial law. 
But if you haven't posted on social media then you in are, a solid then day, then I'm like, what is going <laughs> Not on? even. I would say like 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. Same though for me. Yeah. I also wanted to say that, again, that that Hamlet quote's about suicide. It's not necessarily about self-harm. No, it's genuinely Hamlin, about suicide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be or not to be, yeah. a.k.a. to exist or not to yeah, exist. Yeah, exactly. That is the question. This is me not having paid attention in English class. Like, oh shit, I never realized that. Yeah, yeah. it's questioning if he should commit suicide or not. <laughs> We've done some Shakespeare in our days. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh no yeah. Bad. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I did this thing called not do my homework. Wow. <laughs> Real bad. I, mean, I was a big fan of that yeah. in high school, actually. Oh, are you kidding me? I did all my homework. In high school, I saw like academics as like... Um, like a game mm-hmm. and I hate losing ever you and so I was like I wanted game? to win so that's how I got to like top six in my class what? but like yeah I was a number six out of like 126 damn it was only because like specifically like towards the end like a junior and senior year I was like I'm gonna be because if you got if you were in like the top 10 I think it was top 10 or top 10 percent you got to wear white robes to graduation Ooh. And everyone else wore maroon. And I was like, I'm going to be in a motherfucking white robe <laughs> if it's the last thing I do. And it was the last time I cared about grades. So. <laughs> then Esme the Enabler uh, <laughs> approaches him and says, don't worry, I took notes, but it's going to cost you. So he should be fine. <laughs> Just keep Esme. going. Get through this because I have a lot of thoughts about Esme. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> She starts asking him questions about the night before, but he doesn't remember what happened. And she's all like, well, we snuck into a club while showing him pictures. Um, They wouldn't serve them because they're children. So he stole a bottle of whiskey. Then a bouncer tried to kick him out. Uh, Then Miles disappeared. And apparently Esme went home and got eight restful hours of beauty sleep. (laughs) Right? How is she not affected by these fucking meds? Like, she (laughs) pops them like candy. It's wild. (laughs) She's just constantly medicating the next problem that medicating is brought up. Literally. Literally. Like. (laughs) She might be one of those people who's, like, always down to do, like, wild things but never actually gets as drunk or fucked up as the other people do. Just so that they are always in control of, because mm-hmm. I believe That's Esme what she does. is a true, <laughs> true psychopath in oh, the yeah. sense that she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm gonna get you fucked up and make you do all this stupid shit, but I'm not gonna do anything because now I have all this shit on you. And she's probably uh. acting like she's fucked up and doing all that stuff too, mm-hmm. because anytime he actually gets into an actual like problem. She's nowhere to be seen. Like, where was she when he goes to the hospital later on? Like, nowhere to be seen. And she was right there with him. Mm -hmm. So I think, and yeah, she's 100% an enabler. And I think it's because she enjoys watching other people's lives get ruined while she can like slide in and out whenever she wants. And she's like, look, in this scene when she's like, you want to fix it? Here, I got these pills (laughs) for you, baby boy. And I, she probably took like half a pill and he probably took like three of those. (laughs) Like, Yeah, I totally know someone who reminds me of Esme in a lot of ways. I'm not going to name names. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. That behavior of like enabling and getting other people more fucked up than you are. Like, I know someone who does that. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. I witnessed it firsthand and I was so disturbed and gross out. I'm like, what the fuck? It's wild, right? It's like, because you, when you're doing it, you're like, oh, this is fun. We're all having fun. Mm-hmm. But then when you kind of sit back and you notice like, how is she always like 
together and right. like, never is around when things really get rowdy. Like mm-hmm. she just knows when to sneak out of there. Um, so I'm kind of obsessed with this character. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew when to sneak out when it gets rowdy. Oh, yeah, I'm the one starting the rowdy. <laughs> right. So and and like, it, also when she's like, when she's like, we snuck into a club and drank a bottle. I was like, that's something I would have 100% done in college. <laughs> like I probably did do that in college. Yeah. So I just think she's very interesting. And I, and it also works in her advantage because of the way she like dresses and presents herself. It's mm-hmm. like that little braid and like the little, yeah, 1950s getup that she puts on. Like every button's buttoned all the way to the top. Her skirts are like below the knee and all right. that. Like, so she like, I'm sure like her parents have no idea that she even does anything oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. But I'm obsessed with her. She's probably my third favorite character. On the show. <laughs> Um, Esme continues to taunt him about how he, she's like, but did you die? Yeah, essentially. Right. <laughs> like, um, Jesus, woman. Yeah. And she said, but it was more fun than being home with mommy and daddy, wasn't it? Oof. So shut up and take oh, more pills damn. regardless of what's in them. Because he is like, what are these? And See, she's that's like, the thing. It's like matter? she's using his weakness against him. Like mm-hmm. not use, she's not like helping him get through it. She's like essentially like putting salt on the wound instead of like putting a bandage over right. it. She's mm-hmm. like, I mean, well, she, She's, she's uh putting the pain off till later. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you're coming down from this. Just keep taking them. No, but it's like also because he's like, oh, I'm so I'm so tired. I can't do anything. She's like, mm-hmm. well, remember that you did it because you have a terrible life, like home situation. Right. So do you? Would you rather do these pills or go back to your parents? And he's like, you're right. Fuck this. Like, <laughs> there's wild. no other option. Like, Esme and like an, would be like a fantastic serial killer. Like that's probably what she's trying to do. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. start offing. The, that would be a great season of Degrassi if there's a serial killer on the. <laughs> serial that's killer. the one thing they have never done is a serial <laughs> no. killer. Because I don't think they want to lose that. It's not Game of Thrones. First, they can't just first lose season, half the class. first uh, first killing Maya, please. <laughs> Why do you think their school shootings only ever involve like one person? I know, right? but I mean, like a season characters. where like they lose, like well, they always bring in ten more in a That's couple true. of years. So are we really worried? I guess not. Yeah, no, but. I guess I should also say, like, their school shootings are only over one person. Probably because it's fucking Canada. <laughs> yeah. It's not America. I'm sure there have been way more school shootings on Degrassi than there have actually been in, in Canada. Canada right. <laughs> yeah. And they all have one handgun as yeah. opposed to, right. like, a fucking AK-47. Americans yeah. yeah. A grenade, a rocket launcher. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> a fucking rocket launcher. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> If you if they said tomorrow a shooter brought in a rocket launcher into a school, like what would you think? I'd be like, was it in Arkansas? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's come to this. Like, must be Wyoming. (laughs) No offense, Arkansas, Wyoming. No offense. We just lost all of our listeners in Arkansas. That was our primary, our primary. That was your your main demographic. They love Degrassi there. (laughs) Sure do. So next we're in the recording studio with Maya, Jonah, Secretary, and Mr. Holland Jax. Because they've mm. said his first and last uh, name. Uh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Jax Taylor. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I was like, oh, it's, it's Jax. If those two worlds crossed, I would lose my mind. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. I do kind of want. Does anybody on Vanderpump Rules love Degrassi? I hope so. I'm going to find out. I'm going to tweet Stassi out, I bet Stassi watched it. Oh, I bet she did. Yeah. It would have to be some when it's like the younger people. <laughs> I bet Sandoval watches currently. Sandoval, you think? You think he watches Next Class? Yeah. I think he watches. I think he watches all of it. I bet well, because they're like almost. Some of them are almost forty, so it would have been weird for them. to They're watch. in our demographic. I, like Stassi just yeah, turned. She's yeah, yeah, no, but like um, Sandoval and Jax are like thirty-seven or thirty-eight. Yeah. 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 Brittany, I think, will I probably think Brittany have watched would have. it. Well, I don't think they oh, get yeah. noggin in Kentucky, so maybe not. <laughs> maybe we can tweet at them and find out. Anyways, yeah. 
Maya tells the secretary that she has a meeting with Mr. Jax, but the secretary says he's in a session with Pink all day. Maya <laughs> Love that shout out. <laughs> Maya is all, he emailed me and said if I was ever in town, we should meet. And I said, I'll be there next Thursday. <laughs> Girl, that is not how you make a meeting. I had a couple of questions about the timeline of the situation because it seems like what time do you think that whole first car scene happened? Because I Googled it, and it takes about eight hours and six minutes to drive from Toronto to New York City. Oh, my God. Oh, they drove there, right? Yeah. So, like, from the moment that they were that Zig was freaking out, mm. they got to New York City. The mom's like, I have to get to the Met. They're like, we have a meeting this afternoon. What the fuck time is it? When did they leave? What time did they leave? What time did they, did they, they leave? Did they leave on a weekend right? or a weekday? Are they they exhausted? Left. She said she was going to be there next Thursday. So they I must, They make it all seem like this is in a day. Unless they- So they must have left like that Tuesday? No, I think they left. They're implying that they left Thursday <laughs> and got there Thursday. No, they couldn't have because Zig was, wearing, Zig was wearing different clothes. Okay, so they This left. is why you pay attention to the clothes. Because uh. when they leave- Zig is wearing that white shirt and denim jacket over that okay. she looked really good in. And then the, the next time we see him, he's wearing a shirtless shirt. <laughs> a shirtless, and, and a shirtless a, shirt. Sorry. Uh, he was wearing a sleeveless you shirt. I wish he was wearing a shirtless shirt. I wish he was wearing a shirt. He was wearing a sleeveless shirt and they were, in when he was in school that day, when he's like, um, am I hotter than Jonah? He was wearing a completely different outfit. Okay, that I accept. So they left on a Wednesday. They got there on a right. Thursday. Okay, that, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot more sense. I think sense. they got there like Wednesday like evening, whatever. And then the next time we see them, it's Thursday morning. All right. That yeah. I'll accept. Cause yeah. I was like, that's a long drive. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I was willing to believe it until I Googled. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Maya also insists to the secretary that she's the girl that wrote not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello. I'm the girl who wrote not okay. Okay. You in. almost quoted the secretary directly, but that is a line that stuck in my head. She said, that's not how you make a mean. I know. I know. <laughs> No, she said, that is not how you make a meeting. You, you know that's not how you make a meeting, right? That's, that's what, but she said meeting. She didn't meeting. say meeting. Girl. She said, that is, you know that's not how you make a meeting, right? Yeah, you dumbass. Get the She's fuck like, out of here. These fucking white kids. These fucking Canadians. <laughs> you, Get out of here. I'm the girl that wrote not okay. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, not okay. Okay, right. are you Are you my chemical romance? I don't think, I don't so. think so. So get out of here. Are you pink? Girl, you ain't even purple. Get the fuck out. You didn't write, I'm not okay, which is a right. jam. So anyways, the, the secretary, she for some reason makes a call to this producer and he miraculously comes out and remembers who she was and lets Maya know that he's in studio with Pink all day, but he can see her tomorrow if she's still around. And she's like, okay, great. Can't wait to play Not Okay for you. And he's like, I already heard that bitch. Bring something new. She's like, well, what kind of sound would you like? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Be you. Like, he's just like, get away from me, kid. Bring but he's giving good. her, he literally is telling her exactly what to do. He's like, I don't care what song it is. It just needs to be something that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And she she just doesn't have the confidence to like choose the songs and be like, yes, this is what we're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. she could have, she had that other song um, before Not Okay that they played like six times. 
But I also think the song, the the black or white song is not bad. It's just that the way they sang it or produced it or something. Because, mm-hmm. like, when they were singing it acoustically at the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, this is cute. This is fine. Like, mm-hmm. but then they did it whatever. But then they did it, like, yeah, like, it sounded like a Katy Perry song mm-hmm. when they did it or something like that. And that's why he says later on when he will get there. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's like she, if they would have just done it acoustically, it would be, he probably would have been like, okay, I feel that, whatever. Right. All right. So next we are at Grace's house with – Zoe and Grace, and we're on Grace's sweet goth princess bed. Oh my god, her bedroom is so good. I <laughs> love her bedroom. I was like, this is exactly my what thing. I was to like, like, I was not that person. I had movie. Uh, no, see, that's the thing is like, someone I pretended to have a crush on in, in high school was Jessica Alba. Again, like very conventionally attractive. <laughs> oh. And I had like a bunch of Jessica Alba movie posters, but it was mostly because I liked the movies. Not necessarily. <laughs> not even like, like Britney Spears. Or... I did have a Britney Spears poster when okay. I was in like elementary school, but it, when we moved, it got torn uh, when I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Um, but I did have event. I won at one point did, but then like I started putting up like my room kind of looked like that, but it was like a lot of pictures that I took out of magazines of the cast of OC, <laughs> <laughs> and no one knew, <laughs> and like weird movie posters, right. but like shit like that, like pictures of Kristen Cav, pictures of the cast of Laguna Beach and like Kristen Cavallari and things like that. But like <laughs> it was pictures of her in like Rolling Stone when she was like half naked. So I think everyone was just like, oh, oh okay, like it's good. And I'm like, see, this pleases you and it pleases me because <laughs> I'm like I, can- I genuinely love this woman. But I do not beat off to these posts. I can deal with that naked bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To know that yeah, I yeah, like yeah, her personality. Yeah. Yeah, I had like, well, in junior high, I bet my your room, room was covered I in Hanson. No, your room was oh, covered yeah. in shit. Hanson, top really? to bottom. And oh, I bet yeah. yours was covered in posters too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In high school, it was like emo punk bands, yeah. like action movies, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Reservoir Dog posters, stuff like but that. But mine never looked that cool. And I, every time I see like TV shows, when it looks like that, it's obviously like they're going for an aesthetic right and I'm like, i love that aesthetic it's so good <laughs> oh no i was all about that aesthetic for yeah, sure it's so good you were all about the cloud blanket oh my god and like yeah <laughs> i love no no i was i did was you actually, have a cloud ceiling too? i did have a cloud yeah. ceiling i was showing um you were always trying to get high i know i was showing the gals uh so pictures that i had taken um when i was younger at, in my old bedroom and uh just so they could see, like, it wasn't of the walls, but it was, like, me, but you could see all the walls, and they were like, wow, that is a lot going on. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot going on. And I'm proud of it. Listen, um, that's some work you could put in to do all that. It's yeah. true. And Very careful planning that it takes. They're like, that. are those veggie tails? And I was like, they sure are. <laughs> you like what you like. I like I like silly songs with Larry. I didn't like the <laughs> the Jesus undertones, mm-hmm. or really not even undertones. The whole fucking plot of Veggie Tales is Jesus. But yes. I was like, yeah, I I'm nah, like, it's not even undertones. Miss what are you me with that God about? shit. Let me get that silly song with Larry. <laughs> this oh, shit is God. lit. Oh, I miss Junior Asparagus. He was my favorite. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I never fucked with Veggie Tales. Uh, uh, I could, you know, if you like to talk to tomatoes. If uh, squash can make you smile, I think that's okay. what. <laughs> All right, let's get this. Let's get this back to where it needs to. So, anyways, they're they're about to Netflix and chill. They're awkwardly trying to pick something to watch while also low key wanting to hook up. Either way, Zig the cockblock walks in and sits right between them. He's concerned because he sent Maya twenty texts and no response. Zig wants to know if they think Maya and Jonah are sharing a bed. Right, because Maya's mom could have her share a bed with her or Jonah. Right, Zig? You dumb. (laughs) Grace says it's no big deal if they did share a bed because they're just friends. But, 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 he's a boy and she's a girl. Zoe, on the ever-long quest to find acceptance for being a lesbian, says, So if they were two girls, it would be fine? 
dozoey. There's only straights <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, Zig, Zig doesn't even know what a lesbian is, apparently. No. No. He, you told him that word, he'd be like, a what? He's like, like, like Lebanese? <laughs> like they're from a country? that. Where's that country? They're oh. from Lebanon? He wouldn't even know what Lebanon no, is. No, absolutely not. Um, Love him for it, though. <laughs> and he even says, because you and Grace aren't going to start making out all of a sudden. Well, not anymore, Love Zig. Love that. Not anymore. Love that. Um, I love this scene. Okay, so this is my thing about Grace. And I think it's just because she's not that great of an actress. Mm. But it's also because, but she looks so unenthused, which makes her seem tired all the time. <laughs> she has a illness. No, I know, which makes me believe that she actually has cystic fibrosis. <laughs> Maybe she does. Right. So it's like always there what in the back of my head. Maybe it know. is. Yeah, maybe it is. Because I don't know. But it's like either way, it, like in any scene, I'm like, oh, she just looks like she just wants to go to bed every single day of her life. And then she's like, and then I remember, oh, right, she has cystic fibrosis. Right. So I like that about her. I have nothing against her besides that she's probably not that great of an actress, but that's fine. Yeah, so I love what? that. But she was like, um, <laughs> there's a documentary about a cult in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, Grace. <laughs> probably produced she... by Netflix. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I love that though. And, okay, and the fact that Zig just walked in through the sliding back door right? like it was nothing. <laughs> Lock your door, Jump Grace. Clap plops himself down in the right in the middle of them like what are we watching but i'm like lock your door <laughs> this is how people get murdered is because they don't lock their outside doors. haven't you seen um that movie uh bowling for columbine they don't lock their doors in canada yeah it's fucking stupid you <laughs> know i didn't i didn't new they hampshire didn't, people really didn't start locking their doors until like the 1980s 1990s when everyone was getting killed left and right so. <laughs> well i mean i lived in the middle of the woods so i didn't lock my door like jesse every no. neighbor had guns and dogs you lock your door now yeah because you have to lock your door can be rough (laughs) lock your door wherever you live (laughs) anyway but uh, yeah i like that he plopped himself down in the middle of the room and so okay i know some people that are like this that are like do not wear your shoes on my bed (laughs) and i never thought it was a big deal until zig did it and he had like combat boots on essentially and i was like get your fucking shoes off the bed <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty pretty gross. i was like first of all you just walked in from outside you did not wipe your feet no and then you just plop right on in oh gross but uh, he's just so cute he's like a little sad puppy i like anyone who looks like a sad puppy though and so he's like uh yeah that whole exchange was pretty funny i was just gonna say i love that they tease zig and they're like they're probably making out in front of her mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, poor, you know, he's probably like, would they do that? <laughs> right. Would Maya's mom let her do that? <laughs> I like Zoe a lot. Mm. I like how she's trying to be like, that two girls would be okay. And he's like, yeah, because they're not going to do anything. What are they going to do, scissor? <laughs> like, I, I'm honestly surprised he didn't say that. I know, that. right? <laughs> or like, I'm surprised he wasn't like, well, that'd be hot. Like, yeah, no, that's what I was expecting from that. Yeah. Like, but I'm like honestly low key shocked that it wasn't like, oh, we could watch Making a Murderer. Yeah, <laughs> like an actual Netflix show. Yeah. That was that's what I was expecting yeah. as soon as they cut to it right. that they were gonna be like, should we watch House of Cards or Orange Is the New Black? Right. Or <laughs> Literally just listen. Grace and Frankie. Because or... <laughs> we've got two characters on on our lives named Grace and Frankie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Grace. We I'm Grace. Frankie. Oh, wow. Ha, 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 ha. Wink. Wink. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I was low-key. Maybe I'm out of line. I was like... Probably. I was down for a threesome in that moment for it to happen. <laughs> well, I was going to say, he's all worried about 
his whole thing is like, well, what if they're sharing a bed? And like, they're just friends. But like, Zig, you're literally laying in bed with two girls right, right. now. Who, to like the best of your knowledge, are... Straight. Are heterosexual. Yeah. So it's right. like, is that a big deal to you? <laughs> right. You just did it like it was no big deal. So why can't you wrap this around your head, around your dumb boy brain? Little, <laughs> wrap it around your sleeveless arms. <laughs> oh, don't you wish you could wrap around his sleeveless arms? Wrap those arms right around me. <laughs> Let him choke me a little bit. Oh, okay. Oh, well. I just learned a little bit more about you. No, I'm the choker, not the choker. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> One time when I was in like a hookup situation, this guy had been all like, you know, I'm like super kinky, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, whatever. So we're like in, in the midst of things and I'm like, choke me. And he's like, okay. And he's choking me. And then he was like, um, I'm not really into this. Are you into this? And I was like, no, not really. And he's like, I can tell. <laughs> and I was just like doing it for his benefit. And he was that, like, <laughs> that's something I want to see on TV. Like two people doing something kinky that neither one of them is enjoying. <laughs> Because maybe. both of them thought the other person would like right. it. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, well. That's some good shit right there. Don't <laughs> <both> feel dumb. <laughs> Do you like it? No. <laughs> like your face is blue. I know, right? <laughs> like, wait, but this is what you asked for. I'm like, I thought you liked I it. Thought you wanted it. <laughs> All right, so now we're in the Mexican restaurant, you know, one of the two restaurants besides the Dot oh, and the Mexican restaurant. I have restaurant. a lot. I'm going to let you, I have oh a lot boy. of thoughts about oh this Oh, boy. Scene. Okay, so it's the. Do we need to, we need the name of this place. I don't I know, think I don't they think said it. it. Yeah, they've never, name. I don't remember even just from um, when we walked. No, but, they do say it later. It's called like Salsa or something like that. <laughs> okay. Because um, it's, it's Lola's Family's Lola's restaurant, Lola's right? Family's yeah, yeah, yeah. restaurant, and she's Argentinian. Right. But it's um, a Mexican restaurant. By all intents and purposes, yeah. I don't really. Yeah. I mean, no, it is because nachos and. I was gonna say because I don't know what any specific just, Argentinian you know, food. Just, yeah. So Miles and Esme approach this restaurant. Uh, high as a kite, Esme insists that this food is full of toxins because apparently she's a vegan druggie. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that was a racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I. I and is it though? I feel like Mexican food's a lot more uh, fresh than. Yeah, American I mean, I don't know food. what would be toxin about it unless it's like. Yeah. Unless you like refuse refuse to eat like frozen meat that's been frozen and then thawed yeah. and cooked. I'm like, like, I'm pretty sure Mexicans <laughs> a lot healthier than most American food. Yeah. Like, you can definitely make terrible tacos with terrible ingredients. Right, yeah. but if it's an actual Mexican restaurant, well, it's not because it's run by an Argentinian family, but whatever. <laughs> but who's, who's to say, really? Who's to say? Um, Tiny is watching over Lola's section like a guard dog, while the other server, I guess there's another one that works there besides Lola. He we was never, cute. He we was never cute. saw that. I liked him. He was cute. I want to know more about him. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to know about <laughs> yeah, more about him. But anyways, <laughs> uh, he goes to take the crazy train's order, and this is my favorite part in the whole episode because I lost my Miles mind. orders <laughs> an enchilada. Enchilada. We all noted the enchilada. I <laughs> screamed. I was like, what did he just say? I had to like hit the button to like rewind 15 seconds on Netflix on my phone. And it was like, enchilada. Nope. Do it again. Enchilada. Nope. Do it again. Enchilada. What the fuck is an enchilada? Because that's not even a typical like white person. Like it's right. not like quesadilla or something. No. Like, but it's all, okay. There's two reasons why that's crazy. Obviously the pronunciation also, you don't just order one enchilada. Like <laughs> that's like ordering. I'll have one taco, right? And then some nachos. Well, you, if you're a, gonna do 
a la carte, but you usually... No, but enchiladas are always served at least three. two or three. Yeah. yeah. And with a side of rice and beans next, right next to them. But she's Argentinian. What do we really know about Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the A in front of it. Is the, yeah. The, for Argentina. Oh, yeah, right. Maybe it's a menu <laughs> Enchilada. Thing. Enchilada. <laughs> but just one. One enchilada. One Argentinian enchilada. If you would have said enchiladas, I'd be like, okay, I'll let that slide. Like, that's but fine. enchilada. Yeah. It was real bad. It was wild. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, and then um, 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 nachos. Yeah, I need some nachos. Oh, yeah, nachos. <laughs> Let's get this party started. But also, like, when you're hooked on pills, you're not hungry. I was going to say. Yeah. It's not like they smoked weed. That would make more sense. I've never been high off pills, but... I feel like when I've seen people doing that, then yeah, I'd be like, they're usually like, let's go do something. Let's be active. Let's like, yeah, it's not, you you don't usually want to eat. Either that or you've taken pills and you're so mellowed out that you don't even move. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he probably hasn't eaten in a while. Remember? He woke up in a dumpster. (laughs) Or, or was it? It was a grassy mole. We didn't talk about that joke, joke and quotations that Esme made. Did you wake up in a dumpster? Or did you sleep in a dumpster? Or was it two dumpsters? Like, how was that funny? <laughs> he slept on the ground, though. Like, I don't think you smell bad from just sleeping But on I think the if ground. you sleep outside, like, like, you let nature take its toll on you. He also hasn't showered. And he, you know, like, how hungover people smell? They smell terrible. True. Especially if they haven't showered. Right. And so I think what she meant is, like, you smell, which, sure, I'm sure he did. But it's like... When she's like, did you sleep in two downstairs? It's like, is that funnier? Does <laughs> did that mean you split your body and it's half like, did you did you mean like he slept in one, then in the middle of the night woke up and moved to another one? Like, <laughs> if she would have said sense. you look like you, you you smell like you look you slept in a dumpster, I'm like, okay, that's a joke, fine. Right? But, or was it two downstairs? I'm like, sh- okay, that's not. You've lost me on that one, Esme. <laughs> Psychopath. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Tiny lets Miles know that he's not welcome there, and Esme says, "Ooh, role reversal." fun what did that mean so i'm like what was that, that in reference to i'm just assuming it's a race yeah. thing. that's what like i thought too but i was wondering if maybe person. miles had kicked him out before from something oh maybe in the season or, something. or maybe in like the next generation like some at some point he did maybe although esme then, wouldn't have been around yeah she's no totally so new. i think I that think it race. was like a race thing and i was like that's... but if that was a racing that was like so very subliminal. It was super messaging like, that they're doing because it was like a throwaway that's just line. A like it wasn't wild like accusation yeah. to me. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, are you saying Miles is a, f- a white supremacist? Right? We don't serve your kind around here, <laughs> white boy. Um, that was wild. Another reason why Esme is a true psychopath. She's just stirring shit up for no reason. Right? Yeah. Tiny lets him know that he sent Lola a junk pic last night. Um, I like. I wish they just said, said dick pic. I know. It's on Netflix. They can say whatever they That's want That's what I'm now. saying. Yeah. And like, junk pic makes me think of it, it's his balls, which actually right, yeah. would be really funny if he, if he like well, literally lifted his dick up and like, took a picture of his balls. That would be funny as fuck. But I, it makes me think of like a flaccid dick and balls which is like or or if we're going back to the dumpster maybe it's a picture of him in the dumpster <laughs> a genuine junk actual you junk. Pictures of your junk just you just sent her pictures of trash why <laughs> like, are you sending my girlfriend pictures, pictures of, of you garbage in a dumpster, right? <laughs> he's like look at all this stuff in my attic and she's like ew junk, junk pick. he's a hoarder <laughs> he's just taking a photo shoot at the dump yeah she's like he's a hoarder and i'm trying to do that marie kondo tidying up <laughs> Oh, no junk. No junk. It doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> On Netflix. On okay. Enchilada. On <laughs> Whenever I have kids, Carly, they're going to call you Aunt Chilada. I got it. <laughs> 
love it. Miles continues to taunt Tiny with the pictures by showing him, and as Tiny pushes him, in his girlfriend's parents' restaurant, I just gotta say, like, he's literally <laughs> trying to start a fight. He didn't push him. He did. No, Tiny pushed He Miles does eventually. First. Oh, but that's not how he falls. That's, that's not how he falls. Okay. Yeah, he pushed him first. He pushes him, like, kind of. He's he like, yeah, he get like out of my face. Yeah. He gives yeah. him a shove. Outside of the, yeah. To which Miles assumes that he's holding out for the real thing. So what? he starts to try to whip his dick out for Tiny, uh, and Tiny should prepare to be amazed. Um, now, again, I wish I could say that Tiny pushed Miles and that's what made him fall down. But no, he's just trying to take his dick out and he like stumbled into a planter and then hit the ground fucking hard. He's so lucky he stumbled into that planter because he could have yeah. gone to jail. For whipping right? his dick out. Yeah. yeah. It'd be, it'd be reg- Did they do registered sex offenders in Canada? Because he would have to register for a sex of- as a sex offender. But he's, on, he's not 18. So I don't know. Anyways. Mm, well... It wouldn't be great. That's it's not for sure. great. Yeah, not great. <laughs> not great. Oh, hold on, oh I also want to say that Miles tripping over something, <laughs> falling, and busting his head open is one hundred percent something that I've done. Actually, yeah. I did mention. I think I did want to because oh yeah, Esme does say. I wonder if he'll remember that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, again, like she doesn't even help him or anything. She's just like <gasps> she is. Well, laughs. there he is. Like <laughs> da, 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 where it's like I've literally fallen on my face and like I have scars on it yeah. from being wasted and falling. And people have always been like, Emilio, what's... They're like immediately like, when it like, you need to get stitches, you do that. And I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. And the next day I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, so actually, real quick, um, one time, <laughs> Emilio and I were at Britney night, as we are wont oh, to do. We have to talk about this. <laughs> oh, but it's, a, it's such a good story. So I left for the... I think I was house-sitting, so hey, like, I couldn't stay the whole time. Basically, whenever we go to Britney night, which is... You know, this bar that plays all Britney Spears music on the last Friday of every month. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, we, I don't know. Shit always just gets crazy. We're just in, you know, we're The last filled. couple of times we've went, it's been fine. Okay. But originally we would get Yeah. Oh, nuts. we would get nasty wild. <laughs> so I had driven, I had left and I drove back to the suburbs where I was house sitting. I get a call from a friend of mine saying that he was with Emilio, but now he's not anymore and he doesn't know where Emilio is. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Carly in her, um you know, white horse, a.k.a. her silver Honda Insight, <laughs> drives back to Chicago. And we're not, you were walking distance from your old apartment. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, he probably, he's somewhere in the area. Like, he probably went home. And I knew that Emilio had lost his house keys. Oh, like months, months prior. Pr- months prior. <laughs> so I knew he wasn't locking his back oh, door. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't following my own. I didn't know the rule back then. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's only been my rule since I started listening to a lot of murder podcasts. In Chicago, oh. homeboy wasn't locking his back door. So I think I dropped my friend off and then I went to Emilio's apartment, went in through the back door, found him in his bed and I was like, oh my God. She thought I was dead. Are you Okay. And I had busted my lip, like his, but the inside of my lip, like not oh. like the outside. So it was like in here, it was just like busted open. And so I'm saying to him, I'm like, it literally looks like you are a zombie and you ate someone's human flesh. You have <laughs> blood all over your face. He's lit out of his mind. He's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, whatever. I'm fine, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I think I went back. Like I had to like let the dog out of the house I was staying at. So I went back to the house in the suburbs, let the dog out. Came back early that morning, like, I think I had to work, before I had to go to work, checked on him again, because I didn't know if he had a concussion, like, mm, I didn't know if he was about to die in his bed real quick, low-key. I come back, he's more sober at this point, 
and I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, oh, my my head hurts a little bit, but like, I'm fine. Why? And I'm like, go look in the mirror. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and I was like, do you see? And then it all came back to me that I slipped, fell, because it was like, in the, it was the middle of January. And I slipped, fell on like snow ice and like busted my lip open walking home. And it was a whole to do. So I have a similar story. <gasps> oh, when, wait, um, I yeah. this. When Beth first moved to Keene, we were all excited. Or not when she first moved to Keene, but she like lived close to downtown. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so we were all psyched. Like we can go get drunk and walk back to her apartment and like not worry about it. That's the best. So we go from bar to bar and we're drinking like liquor drinks because we went to like this place, this old place, Tony Clamato's or something like that, that served um, wicked fancy drinks called like International gar- Gargle Blaster and shit What like that. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. We had like three of those. I mean, we were just drinking. The cum guzzler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they might have had that too. Essentially. Gargle Blaster. <laughs> right, what the fuck? But so, you know, we're going from bar to bar. We wind up at um, the dive bar in town because it was the one that stayed open the latest. So I get a Sam Adams there, and I think I'm fine. But then we start to walk home, and I just am no longer fine. Yeah. The All the alcohol kicks in, and I'm wearing heels, which I never used to wear. Um, I still don't wear them because I can't really walk in them. And I'm walking, and all of a sudden, apparently I just slow motion fall directly onto my face and Beth and Alyssa are watching and they're just like thinking I'm jokingly falling on the ground, <laughs> probably wasted but it's too. real. And I just smashed my face, got a huge gash across my cheek. Oh no. Like chipped my tooth. It was such a nightmare. I go back to Beth's house. I'm about to like puke. So instead of bringing me to the toilet, she's drunk too. So she brings a bucket over for me to puke in. <laughs> True horror. Goes in the- in the bathroom, bypasses the toilet entirely and dumps it down the oh sink. God. <laughs> it was so nasty. We're both a mess. She threw me in the shower like it was a mess. I wake up the next day just like, huh, go into the bathroom, see my face, and like lose my mind. Who wound up being okay? Um, so we're back in Grace's goth princess bed. Zoe, Zig, and Grace are all snuggled up. Uh, weird, you know, like again, Zig can totally be in bed with two girls. Very comfortable. Just eating friends. popcorn. Yes. Grace and Zoe are eating popcorn out of Zig's lap and they're making eyes at each other as their hands touch. See, Classic. I thought for a second he maybe put his dick in it. I was I honestly <laughs> thought the same thing. I like literally if Zig was single, he probably would have done that. That's when I was like, Oh, they're gonna have a threesome right now. I put but. this dick in the popcorn. Uh, yeah, no, I thought that too, actually, weirdly. But mom is home now, which means the party's over for heteronormativity. <laughs> but Zoe, it's cool. You can sleep over. Okay, so I gotta go know. How did Zoe clear the sleepover with her mom? She probably just called her. Yeah. And said, like, and I'm said, staying at my friend's house. So she, you, you don't think that her mom wasn't like, you're not staying at that lesbian's house? Oh, yeah. I wonder where she told oh, her mom she was. she probably lied then. Yeah, she had yeah. to have. Yeah. She's like, I'm sleeping over Ziggs. Okay. I also really like, yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. She's like, I'm sleeping in a church. <laughs> she could be like, I'm sleeping at Tristan's house. Tristan is her fucking best friend. Yeah. Her mom's never met Tristan, who's gay. Right. But there's the thing. There's a lot of parents who are oh, like, yeah. they're okay with it as long as it's not their, their child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are like, not just Catholics, just like in the, every community, there's a right. kind of per- yeah. parent who's like, 
we'll watch Queer Eye and we'll watch, you know, whatever and think, oh, this is, Will and Grace is such a funny show. But then, like, if their kid came out, they'd be like, no, God, no. <laughs> but what about grandchildren? Yeah, exactly. Uh, bitch, there are other ways you can have grandchildren. Yeah. Um, but I also like that Grace's mom came home and just said, like, burst in the door like nothing. Mom's home, party's over. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were literally just sitting there. It was her mom like, yeah, you can have friends over, but as soon as I'm home, they're getting the fuck out I know, of there. Right? Wouldn't it be reverse? Wouldn't it be right? like, you can only have friends over when I'm home? <laughs> like, but like, low-key no, because Zoe was like, my mom won't be home, so I can have friends yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, Grace said that. Yeah, it was very But the bizarre. mom's like, you want to sleep over? Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like. The mom offers it up. She's the only one who doesn't think her daughter's a lesbian. I think Grace's mom wants her to be a lesbian. Maybe. (laughs) She just wants her to make sure she's having healthy relationships because she knows her daughter's low-key dying at some point. True. This is so sad. Yeah. We kind of cut scenes within the same scene, but Grace is doing her treatment while pointing out the pajamas that her mom left for Zoe. And Zoe's all like, it's cool. You can watch me change into them (laughs) unless you don't want to. And then she's like, why is this weird? <laughs> because you're telling her to watch you undress, you freak. Yeah, it, that was an awkward thing. I love that. I was, I was dying laughing was so, so much. Because it would have been a power move to just change into the pajamas. Right, right but you have to remember that they're still in high they're school. Baby lesbians, yeah, they're yeah. not like in college or even like, I know. In, you know, like. I, that's like I a still, move that you do when you're comfortable in your sexuality. I still, I gotta say, because like I'll have, I'll, I'll sleep with a guy, you know, a one night stand or whatever, and the next morning I'm getting ready for work, and like sometimes dudes will be like, um, do you want me to like turn around? And I'm like, we had sex last night. Yeah. Like exactly. I don't. This yeah. is a moot point at this point. I don't give a fuck if you I don't watch. Give a fuck what you see. You already saw me you naked. You already saw me. Yeah. <laughs> so like whatever. I don't, okay. Don't look at me in yoga pants. How dare you? Don't look at me in my everyday garb. <laughs> Um, I'm usually don't look at me in the morning because it's not as good as it was last night. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I know. I'm like less. I'm more okay with them seeing me the next morning in like my babysitter outfit as opposed to like when dudes are like, can you hang out right now? And I'm like, ah, I'm just leaving work. Uh, I'm not in a date outfit. And they're like, it's fine. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go out in this outfit. Like, it's fine if you see me the next morning. But I'm like, no, I don't want to go out like this. Right. Well, because next morning it's like, this is what you... (coughs) Baby, this is what you came for. Exactly. (laughs) So besides that awkward exchange of whether she should or shouldn't watch (laughs) Zoe undress. It was really cute. um, Grace assures her that it's only weird because they're friends. And Mm -hmm. she wants it to stay that way no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, Zoe asks Grace if she wants something to happen. And then Grace admits that she's never felt so close to anyone. And she's just worried that it'll mess something up. Mm. Zoe insists that it won't. And she won't let it. Then Zoe lets out her big lesbian crush on Grace. <laughs> and they start making out. That was a cute scene. And she's like, let's let's not wear the pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. Oh, my God. That was my third favorite line besides enchilada. There's one that Maya says later on. And that w- this one is my third favorite. Where she's like, let's forget about the pajamas. <laughs> I was like, yes. Ah, arriba. I just wish Grace's mom would have walked in right there and be like, all right, you girls have a good night oh. while they're like making out. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just like, just as I planned. <laughs> she's like, you guys want a condom? And she's like, I just want to make sure you do it in the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. I have some essential oils for you. <laughs> I'm going to light some candles, make sure you guys get real comfortable. 
All right, so now we are in the hospital with Miles. He has a minor concussion. And a heart rate of 69. Yes, I saw that too. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Okay, I did not 69. notice that. Well, was like yes. 9 over 420. Okay. Yeah. I didn't notice that, but okay. Yeah. They, like, it's the first shot you see. <laughs> it as really as is. It, yeah. All right, you fucking sickos. It sets the scene. <laughs> Anytime I see 69 anywhere, I'm like, yeah. I'm nice. such a dork about that stuff. Oh, my oh phone my battery. Gosh. Anytime my phone battery is at 69, I'm like, Y'all, guess what battery percentage I'm at? Everyone at this point is like, is it 69? I'm like, yeah. No, I did. I, I definitely posted a picture of our thermostat once when it was like. Yes, you did. And I was like, hey, nice. Nice. So besides you two sickos, um, he's got a minor concussion, but they won't let him leave without being signed out by an adult because, duh. He insists that his parents are at a fancy benefit and they're very hard to reach. Cue his mom entering, who definitely was not at a fancy benefit. Thank you. She's wearing so much. street garb and She a was wearing ponytail. a fucking sweater and capris. Yeah. <laughs> like, what fancy benefit was this? A picnic? <laughs> lies, Miles, lies. Her hair was not done. So the doctor no. says that his head is fine, but his blood work gave him some concerns. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to talk to the mom in the hallway. You no, know, he said, let's go find a room to talk. That doctor was kind of hot. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I mean, that's why he gave Miles a, a blood pressure of 69. Because yeah. Miles, you know, he plays for all teams. Yeah, True. He so he was all like, Also, yeah, the nurse who was putting the bandage on Miles' head, like, pats him on the shoulder and then, like, walks away. And I was like, and I, you only saw the back of him, but I could tell that nurse was hot because it was a guy. Um, <laughs> okay. And then the doctor walked in and he was hot, too. And I bet Miles was very, very conflicted in that moment. <laughs> also, when you have a concussion... No matter how slight, I'm pretty sure they monitor you for a while because, like, they want to make sure that it's not any worse than it seems. Yeah. And they don't let you fall asleep. It's like they monitor you, like, without letting you sleep for, like, hours on end to make sure that you're okay. But it's Canada, and they got free health care, so they got other patients to see. That's true. They probably (laughs) have, like, a full-ass emergency room with a lot of people that are like, I got a cat on my face. (laughs) Like, why not? It's free. Yeah. It was, yeah. And he's like, you have a, all you have, it's, it's just a mild concussion. And it's like, are you a mild concussion? You get three concussions in the NFL, you can't play anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So we're back in class. Uh, that same, like, rando computer class that they all take mm-hmm. um, with Zoe and Grace. And Zoe comes in and goes straight for asking if, if Grace thinks her mom will let them have another sleepover tonight. Zoe <laughs> is <laughs> down. Like, yeah, she came on real strong. Yes. Um, Grace acts a little put off while Zoe is like, right, keep it on the DL, sexy. I love that. She's like, no, she said, oh, let's keep it secret. That's sexy. Yeah, secrets are sexy. Secrets are sexy. (laughs) Um, Grace gives a few vague answers, but then says that they can't work because she's not gay. But she tried to be gay for Zoe because they're best friends. Um, That was heartbreaking, honestly. I mean, I try to be gay for my best friends. (laughs) <laughs> Truly, but you try to act like a gay man for your. I best am a gay man. <laughs> That's just that was like genuinely so sad. Yeah, if was. Grace meant because I don't remember if she means it or not. If that is the case, like that is so mm. heartbreaking. It's like I want to like you that way, but I can't. I just can't. Like, yeah, yeah I just because like that happens in straight. Yeah, like heterosexual things where it's like you have someone that like. Yeah. Who's like your best friend and like you, you know, you, it makes sense, but you just don't feel that attraction. Have you ever had a a crush on a straight guy? Like a genuine, like, oh my God, like I would love, no. Besides like Nick Jonas. (laughs) No, I mean like besides like celebrities that I'm like, oh yeah, I love you. But like in real life, no, I've never been like, I would 
marry you or something mm. like that to anyone. Like, I want to be in a relationship right. with you. Yeah. Have you ever, like, gotten your signals crossed, though? Like, they kind of, like... You weren't sure. Mm-mm. You thought someone was no. gay and they weren't. Yeah, this is the thing is that, like, us straight people, we think we've got good gaydar, but we really don't. You really don't. The gay none community has much none better gaydar. You. Really, none of you do. None. I'm pretty much, you know... You're nothing until you tell me what you are. I think that's how we should all be. I think, right. it, yeah. I mean, it's fun to be like, I think that person's gay. But like, it's also, that's none of your business. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's okay if you're talking about it with like your <laughs> friends. If you, like, yeah, when, when I'm like at brunch with like only other gay dudes and like one random girl, usually it's like a Carly or something. But like... <gasps> Will be like, oh, he, like the waiter's cute. Like, do, oh, do you think? Do you think he's straight? Da, 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 da. Yeah. If anything, I'll be like, like, what's your preference? Like, whatever. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm straight, or like, oh, I'm whatever, mm-hmm. whatever's. And I'm like, okay, cool. So like, whatever. It's like I just like want to make sure because I'm like, if I'm gonna wingman this shit, I gotta know <laughs> what I'm wingmanning for. Uh, one time, I got put in a real weird situation because a friend of mine confided in me that he was bisexual, and there was a lot of like question in the community like is he gay is he gay and people would ask me and I knew the truth but I couldn't tell anybody and I'm just like I never had any idea how to field that question I was always like I think he's straight yeah. like, right I don't know but good on you <laughs> like, for my no I um, a lot of my friends because most of my friends in college were like were girls seven or eight like really really good like I still hang out with them when I see them. Like, they're still, like, some of my best friends I've ever met. Mm-hmm. When we'd be in situations where, like, you weren't there and, like, you know, other gay dudes or somebody would be like, okay, so Emilio's gay, right? So, like, he's right. He just hasn't said it yet, right? And they'd mm-hmm. just be like, they're like, we're not going to tell you. Like, even if he's told us, like, that's not something that we're going to tell you. Right. Like, that's, like, like if he hasn't told you anything, like, because I hadn't come out to them either. Mm-hmm. So they were like, um. and so they told me, like, even if we think you're gay, you don't have to say it if you don't want to say it. Right. Like, and they're like, and we're not going to be there and saying like, well, yeah, we think he's gay, but he's never said anything to us either. They're just like, don't talk about him if right. he's not here to like talk about himself. Like, that's like essentially like talking about somebody without them being there yeah. to defend themselves. So it's like, right. you know, if he hasn't come out, he hasn't come out. And that's on him. Like. Don't worry about it. It's not none of, it's none of your business, mm-hmm. essentially. Like well, when people ask me about you now, I'm like, gay, <laughs> gay, 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 gay. When they tell me about you, I'm like, she straight <laughs> until she's not, <laughs> until she's drunk, and then she goes, oh, I might, I might be gay, I might be gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Oh, we always joke. Uh, yeah. Drunk Carly is bisexual. Yeah, well. <laughs> And then she goes, Except she's never done anything. I haven't. It's just yeah, drunk, one, drunk sexual. One, she's drunk sexual, one hundred percent. Literally, only one time when I was drunk and a lesbian bought me a drink, and I was like, oh. I think she wants to fuck. Carly was I'm like, and Carly was like, I'm down, like, and I was like, cute. I was like, Carly, no, she's just being nice, and she bought you a drink because she's best friends with one of our best friends. And she has a real job. <laughs> and, and she has a, a lawyer. Girlfriend. And she lives with her girlfriend. And I'm like, but she bought me a drink. That means she wants to fuck. You were like, I'm kind of down. <laughs> and I'm and like, like, oh, it's different. Yeah, girls are just nice. Yeah. They don't expect anything from you. Oh, yeah. I've had girls assume I was a lesbian for buying them a drink. I'm like, no, I just like your company. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. You're cool. Hey. And you're like talking about like not having any more money. So... So anyways, after this back and forth, we have Grace saying that she's not gay. Oh, so sad. Um, Zoe is worried that maybe she just didn't do it right. Maybe she did oh, it wrong. Oh, God. That was heartbreaking. Because she's never been with a girl. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering, I, you know, I wonder what it 
is that they did that she's you know worried that oh, yeah. she did it wrong. I mean, they probably went down on each other. Probably. Or Zoe went down on Grace at least. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she wants to know what part Grace didn't like, and Grace admits that she didn't like any of it. Aww. And Zoe, like everyone else who thinks Grace is a huge lesbian, wants to know what guy she has ever liked. Okay. Yeah. Cue Zig walking in for Grace to say, Ugh, Zig. <laughs> However, at this point, it's unclear if she's making that up or not. Um, because oh, come on. She's making that up. That's the thing I'm like, I think, I'm pretty sure that Grace thinks that Zig is a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. Like, she's not attracted to him at all. Like, there's plenty I, of evidence. I was like, my thing is like, I wish it would have been like Tristan that walked in that moment. She's like, uh, Tristan. <laughs> or like, Principal Snake walks in. <laughs> She's like, uh... I have a huge crush on It would have made more sense if she had said Jonah, to be honest, but... Yeah, because they're essentially the same, same person. person. Yeah, <laughs> but no, the, it was genuinely, she saw, like, the first guy that she's like, oh, he's conventionally attracted. It's like how I did in high school. I was like, <laughs> oh, um, so-and-so, she's pretty, right? <laughs> All right, so we're back in the hospital now. Miles is now out of his street clothes and in a Johnny, uh, a hospital gown, not your boyfriend, Jesse. <laughs> Miles is looking shaky as his mom wants him to cooperate with the doctor. Miles says he's so depressed and he's trying to kill himself, but that clonazepam could be the only thing that might help. His mom scoffs when he says that he's going to kill himself. She's just like... Oh my God. Oh. <sighs> That reaction was so bad. Yeah, she really downplays this. Um, the doctor reveals that what was in his system when he came in was benzos, sleeping pills, alcohol, MDMA, and horse tranquilizer. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I like how they call it, on TV, they call it horse tranquilizer. They don't call it by its real name. What is it? Ketamine. That's oh. what ketamine is? Yeah, I'm pretty positive. I didn't know that. I might have to cut it if I'm wrong. Well, you're, the one, you're the one in New England, so you're what the one benzos? who's going to What are benzos? I didn't know what benzos were. Yeah, benzos I'm like, are like downer. It's just the fact that he has like six drugs in him that is like, dude. I was going to say, because these are, these are like all downers though. Because mm. even MDMA isn't, well, besides the horse drink. No, that's all. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm a liar. They're all downers, right? MDMA is MDMA is, is Molly. like Molly, right? Yeah. It it's is. an upper. Yeah. Because you do Molly and you go dancing. Yeah. Miles is confused because he could have sworn that Esme wouldn't do him dirty like that. Um, Psychopath. Yeah. Miles insists that the drugs make him better, but his mom says they're going to kill him. Miles tells her that if he dies, she could have her happy family that she always wanted, and she doesn't care. Hmm, mom, he's kind of got you there. (laughs) Miles starts to go into a panic attack as he tells his mom for the millionth fucking time that he can't breathe when his dad is around, but that bitch brought him back anyways. (laughs) Uh, The doctor points out his shaking leg is a withdrawal symptom of the drugs, and it will keep happening until he takes too much. So he asks him, do you want to (laughs) die? What is that? Who sings that? Do you want to die? I said, insert cranberries (laughs) or whoever the fuck sings that song. The Toadies, Uh, one of my favorite bands. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, that's what the doctor said. Do you want to die? Do you want to (laughs) die? Love yeah, that it's weird when people do that at karaoke. That's one of my go-to karaoke That's what songs. I'm sa- yeah. I did that song down in Alabama, yeah. and the entire audience just looked at me like, uh, <laughs> like they were in, like they were into it, but they were also like, like, "This ain't Leonard Skinner." It gets, yeah, it got to the "Do you want to die?" part, and people were like, "Oh." 
well, these northerners are depressing. <laughs> I do want to say that Miles slammed that monologue. He's a really good actor. Oh, yeah, no, he is. He was really, really good at that Oh, scene. yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Miles breaks down, and his mom asks him to just accept help. So we assume that he's going to. But I think it was really the doctor who convinced him more than anything. Well, because the doctor said, do you want to die? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like the doctor had to convince her. Like, she finally started showing emotion. Right. Yeah, she was like, tearing up. He's she not actually just your little like, boy who's, like, having a good time. Right. And, like, can't control himself. He's, like, trying to kill himself. Right. Like. Her entire thing has been, like, you're on drugs. Like, you're punished instead of being, like, hey, why are you taking these drugs? Like, yeah. You have a very privileged life. There's no reason that you should be trying to escape it. Right. But it's like, oh, it's a privileged life with an abusive father and a mom who turns a blind eye to everything. But I think that that's the problem with a lot of parents, especially parents that have money, is they're like, look around. You have everything. Yes. What do you have to be sad right. about? They don't understand that it's a di- it's a disease or an illness. It's a disease. Right. Yeah, 100. It's something that d- affects anybody who just has it. Like, but it's- They do ask, like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? But they're not asking the act they're not genuinely asking like why do you feel the need to mm-hmm, do this mm-hmm. like they're just saying like yeah. why would you do this why would you do this? and then it's when like, he tells them they just don't listen like it's my dad they don't right. listen exactly yeah they're like no you're you're fine you're that's not that can't be it that's some, yeah. gotta be something else yeah like, i think that my sister really relates to this plot line because yeah she was constantly asking our mother mm-hmm. to go to therapy and she wanted antidepressants right. and stuff like that and, and your my, mom like didn't yeah no she was just very much like a, I double majored in psychology and early childhood education, so like you should be able to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And B, you have you have a roof over your head. Like, why are you upset? Because right. she worked at like an inner city school, so she was like, there are kids that have it much worse than you. You're fine. I did want to talk a little bit about like self medication and mm. stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I I've definitely been like self medicated. I didn't have health insurance for most of my adult life. Yeah. And I have bipolar disorder, anxiety, stuff like that. Yeah. And alcohol and weed, like those are ways to to treat it when you can't go to the doctor, when you can't afford medication or mm-hmm. health insurance and stuff like that. But it's a situation that it just snowballs on you because you need more and more of right. these medications. And you also like you feel sick, so you need and you need to go drink again or use drugs again. Yeah. Because you get those withdrawals. And it's just like, and one of the funny things, I think we were talking about your brother, Carly, Mm -hmm. um, how he self-medicates with alcohol. Right. And, and we, and he's like, I, I don't want to take medicine. There are side effects. And it's like, there are side effects to alcohol. Right. (laughs) Yeah. To, to alcohol too. Yeah. He was always very hung up on, he didn't want drugs because he was like, well, I don't want weird things in my body. And like, and they're like, addictive. What? It's like, well, no, alcohol's addictive. Not really. <laughs> like, Antidepressants are not addictive. It's like, that's <laughs> like, like calling insulin addictive. Right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. You need it. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, that's very true. Like, I sometimes feel that way. I'm, I'm like, am I drinking because I want to, like, have a good time or mm. I'm relaxing or am I drinking because I'm upset about something right. and I don't want to think about it? Are you upset about being on this podcast? Yeah, that's why I'm <laughs> down this wine Same. no but like I definitely <laughs> towards the end of last year there was a lot more of me drinking because it's like I don't want to think about what's going on in my mm-hmm. actual life I want to think about having fun and da, 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 which is like innocent to an extent when it it's not innocent anymore and then yeah. your real life problems come out when you're drinking yes, or right. drugged out yes. or whatever and I think it's also yeah and I think in his case it's especially like his wasn't just alcohol it's like the pills and everything it's like they're not 
pills any human being should be taking. Like, right. even if he was taking painkill, like, actual pain, like, Vicodin or something, mm-hmm. which I've known people who have gotten addicted to that mm-hmm. and things like that. It's, like, that's still, like, you're you're medicating yourself because it makes you feel better, but that's not been prescribed to mm-hmm. you. So it's, like, I'm sure it's helping in a certain degree, to a certain degree, but it's... It seems more like just pushing the problem down. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's yeah. what it... And then, yeah, and then explode it. Like, I've done that before. Like, if I drink when I'm feeling like crap and then I'm like, I just want to forget this. I'm going to drink. Yeah, then when I get drunk... It comes it out even comes worse out. 10 times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, no, yeah. I just wanted to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's me 1,000. That was my last, like, four months of 2018. That was mm-hmm. me. So it's like... No, it's very, like, slippery slope. So it's, like, if you... You have to be conscious of that and be honest with yourself and be, like, should I be doing this right now? Should I be doing that? Should I be getting help? Should I be whatever? Right. You know, take all the drugs you want to take to make yourself feel better. Like he said, he's, like, yeah, I kind of want to die. It's, like... That's not great. <laughs> like, oh, like, and it's like, but I, I also feel like he said that, but it's like, if you really wanted to die, you would do something more drastic than that. It's like, you think you want to, you think you want to like escape this world, but really all you want is to not feel the pain that you're feeling right. from your personal home life, which is very fair, but like you just needed his parents, to, his parents, his mom, especially just needed to be like, let's get you some help. Right. Like two years ago. I think <laughs> some of it is like a apathy towards death too. Like when you're really depressed, you're kind of like, well, I'm just not going to take care of myself. I'm not going to eat, you know, I'm going to do these passive things that hurt my body. Yeah. No, it's like, it's not like I'm not going to try to kill myself, but like right. if it happens, it happens, whatever. I'm going to order enchiladas. I'm going to order. <laughs> until I explode. One enchilada, <laughs> one by one, until I <laughs> explode. Until I, movie seven, where I eat myself to, to death. death. Oh. oh, I want to watch that tonight after oh, this. Oh, Jesus so Christ. Good. I have it on DVD. I haven't watched it in so long. It's one of my favorite movies. Since I was a little kid, which is the fucked up part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're finally, we are back at the recording studio in New York City. Uh, Maya and Jonah are playing, again, her Katy Perry hot and cold knockoff song, Black or White. And Holland is looking nonplussed at best. Uh, after she finishes, he's basically a huge dick about their subpar song, which, honestly, I think is kind of odd because uh, in most audition situations that I've been in, and I say most, I mean They're professional. All, They're like, yeah, Yeah, like, it's like, thank you for your time. I'll be in touch. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's, that's the long and short of it. Like, I've never been in a situation where a director was a fucking dick and was like, get the fuck <laughs> out. Like, he was. Um, and then he leaves Maya and Jonah alone in the recording room, which, again, is weird. He should have asked them to leave. He just left the room and was like, y'all can stay here. <laughs> uh, Maya is super bummed and Jonah tries to get her to keep her chin up and asks about sightseeing they have a few hours left in New York City and while there's something that Maya would like to see which we never find out what that is um, Jonah thinks they have to take a selfie first which is a total not Jonah thing to do in my opinion True. because from what I understand he's not on social media yeah. but then later he is so anyways I'm, I'm kind of wondering I'm like is this a ploy to just fuck with Zig because he's got his arm around his girl. Right. He's he's aggressively flirting with her. It's like mm-hmm. who Jonah? Yeah. 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 Sorry, I was looking. I had work I email to respond to. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, okay. yeah, I that whole scene was ugh, whatever. 
My thing about, you know how I feel about Maya, so I'm not going to go into that anymore. <laughs> but she did have my favorite line of the night, which was, or second favorite after Enchilada, which was, just let me sit here in my humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> which is, next time I get too drunk or anything like that, and Carly, you're like, do you know what happened last night? I'm going to be like, just let me sit here in my humiliation. <laughs> so basically tomorrow. So basically tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah I but she said that, and that. I genuinely laughed. I was like, that is it's meant to be such a serious line, but she said it so dumbly that it came out funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just let me sit here in my humiliation. What I love is that she calls herself a one hit wonder and Jonah's like, uh, your song isn't a hit. <laughs> Boom, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roasted. That was funny as fuck. <laughs> sorry. I hit the table. But yeah, yeah. This, is, this whole fucking podcast is going to be like, boom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I gesticulate a lot. What was his name? Mr. Taylor? Mr. Jax. Oh, Mr. sorry. Jax. Mr. Jax Taylor. He's like, yeah. He's Holland. like, yeah, anybody Holland could sing Jax. this song. And I was like, yeah, anybody could sing this song, but the song sounds terrible with all that beat behind it. <laughs> like it was, like I said, it was so much better acoustically. Like, yeah. And that's the thing is he was like, I want to hear you. And she was obviously not putting her sound out there. She thought she was doing what he wanted. Yeah. Um, and she was like begging him to like, tell her, what do you want from me? And he's just like, yeah. no, you're and the And that's, that's how you know she's not ready. It's because if you knew who you were and what your sound was and mm. what your music was, you wouldn't be asking for someone to tell you what it should they be. They don't have the sound Mr. Jax Taylor needs. No, <laughs> no. Mr. Jax Taylor has a specific need and he obviously wanted acoustic singer songwriter and she gave him like busted. He's looking for raw inhale. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she didn't bring that. She didn't bring that heat. Um, We're back in that same computer class that we know Zoe and Grace are in. Mm. Uh, Tristan is presenting a Photoshop shirtless picture of himself. Okay, that, that was... Why? What was the assignment? Oh. <laughs> He's like, look at me now. <laughs> yeah, no, Tristan is just a fucking nightmare. I don't know. But what was the, because it was obviously like how to do Photoshop? Go Photoshop or something yeah. like that, that like makes it appealing. And he's like, he's like, so it's on a more muscular, slim body that more represents what I look like now. Like, da, da, da. And I was like, what is happening? I have a question right uh, about every fucking assignment they do in that class. I, I was like, I'm genuinely like, what could it be like? learn how to airbrush so like so you can work for cosmo and airbrush all the actresses so they look skinny i mean it comes in handy it does no like i'm not saying it's not a thing but i was like and the teacher's like all right good job tristan and so who was it winston was up no there no it was a rando kid okay it's a total rando kid i remember i was like who the fuck is that guy um because apparently nobody wants to be tristan's partner i don't blame them don't He's blame a nightmare. Them. i'd rather die um <laughs> You hate Tristan? I hate Dude, Tristan. Dude, none of us are team Tristan. I apparently I'm team fat Tristan. I 100%. <laughs> I love a, I don't even like I love Tristan. a Chubbs Tristan cuz it's shocking to look at. Oh. He looks like a he looks like a when he's chubby he looks like a 60-year-old woman to me. <laughs> so Maya's my number one hated. Tristan's my number two. The only reason Tristan's not number one is because he's a gay man, and I got to give him a little bit of credit for that. Right, but you would not be friends. <laughs> no, we would not be friends at all. Um so while Tristan is doing this presenting, Zig is blatantly on his phone. Um, he's not even trying to hide it. These kids, kids these days. He so what I noticed that he's sending a text to Maya. It's actually only his fourth text, which isn't that, that day. Bad. Yeah, no, no, because you see the text of her saying like radio, like or going uh, offline. You see it at the top. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. I paused it and counted. He only sent four texts. Okay. Yeah. So actually, but he said he'd been waiting for two. I guess he was I know. waiting for two hours I guess for her he to was get back online. I don't know. He later says it's been a day. I, I, I the timing again. It's very, very confusing. Fast and loose. <laughs> 
Oh, we see Zoe in the background of this looking devastated. Mm. Oh, she's also wearing a plain white t-shirt where usually she's wearing something cute. Isn't and she's wearing pink? There's a I'm scene. Sure she's wearing like oh no, she's never mind. She's wearing a plain white t-shirt in the last scene. Uh, okay. Um. So, anyways, uh, all, all I was gonna say about that is like she's really living that. You know, all you're if you're on screen, even here in the background, you're always acting. Like, oh she is yes, in, it. in that scene, she is in the back, like. Yeah. Listeners, you can't see my face right now, but I am pouting my life away. Oh, she's yeah. like, <laughs> no, she is acting the fuck out of that background. And she's the focus isn't even on her. Like, you can just barely see her, but she is giving you everything you need. I was like, <laughs> devastated it in this is, class. That's the only thing I could see during. That's why I couldn't pay attention to the text, because I was like, oh, Zoe is <laughs> acting back there. Yes, mm-hmm. queen, give it to me. So yes, while Zig is staring at his phone, Jonah then uploads a picture on Hastygram of him and Maya because apparently he's on Hastygram now. Right. Okay. I don't. Anyways, the plot holes. But he's not on Face Range. No. So appa- that was okay. on Hastygram. So apparently Jonah's on Hastygram, but not on Face Range. I don't know. Oh, was he not supposed to be on either of them? Yeah, he's but like that's it's a whole plot point. So he tags Maya with a hashtag before she was famous, and Zig pissed. Zoe pissed. They both leave class angry. They collide. Zig's phone breaks because apparently his phone was being held together by like air. Literally (laughs) nothing. It barely fell on the ground and the case fell off. The screen smashes. It was like if someone shot that phone with a gun. (laughs) It was wild. It just was in tatters. It was, yeah, Um, it was a whole bit. I, was, so, I caught that immediately. I was like, oh, where did okay. this fall from? From like the third floor? <laughs> right. Yeah. So Zoe's like, whatever. I don't care. Bye. Zig tells her not to ignore him because he has feelings, which I got to say is actually a really nice moment for the cishet white dude community. Right. Yeah. You know, I for him to admit that yeah. he has feelings. I'm like, that's like, like, no, not whatever. Like, I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because that was a dick move. Like, yeah. You're, you're not even going to be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, whether and she's rich. She could have paid for a new phone. That's what I'm saying. Like, she whether... probably did buy him new, or paid for the repair or whatever. Let's hope. Yeah. We don't we don't know that about her. I either, like but... Zoe, so I'm going to ch- choose to accept that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes with these kind of shows, you kind of have to, like, create the storyline in your head that's not talked <laughs> right. about. In order to survive, you have to do that when you mm-hmm. watch these shows. <laughs> So Zig is trying to confront Zoe about this phone issue, and Zoe is on the verge of a breakdown. Mm. And so she just says, I need to get out of here. So we cut to uh, the ravine again. I think it's the ravine. I, I don't know where they are. I get, wherever they are, it's in the backwoods. It looked like the woods in Twilight. Yeah, I don't know. There's loads of random alcohol <laughs> bottles Forks, to throw rocks out. They're in Forks, Washington. They must be at the ravine because that's where they all like went to get down and give out bracelets yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's where all the alcohol bottles are. Is that where Emma got her bracelets? Yeah. <laughs> and an STD? Yeah. I feel like I always accidentally call it the quarry. You mean, no, she got a social disease, which is where we got the podcast. Oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. It's a social. You gave me a social disease. <laughs> that sounds like you get it from a handshake. <laughs> Zig asks Zoe who is on the face of the bottle that she just broke. Not revealing her gayness, she just says, just another person who will never love me the way that I love them. Oh, that was mm. a good moment. Zig thinks they should start a club. But Zoe's like, Maya's head over heels for you. <laughs> but it's been a whole day. Yes. And she's favoriting things on the internet, so she's not dead. Uh, that would be sad, though. Okay, yeah. imagine you're that age where, like, everything oh, that God. you are is social media. Mm-hmm. Like, even more than when you had a MySpace. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. 
Because I didn't have social media until I turned 18 right before college. Because they're like, you have to have a Facebook in college. Like, you just have to. And I was like, okay. So I got a Facebook in college. But, like, imagine even now, even if I didn't talk, if you were texting me, especially, like, for a day and I wasn't responding. And I was posting pictures and liking things. You would lose your mind. Oh, I would be like, he's really mad at me. Yeah. And so, like, and they're in a relationship and they're young. Like, their hearts are wide open wounds. Mm. So, like, for hair to be doing that, this is why I hate Maya. It's like... (laughs) Is she doing anything wrong? No, she's just like hanging out with a friend. But like, if you're trying to not be distracted, but you're going on Facebook and all this stuff, like, yeah, and and okay, and it is after her audition at this point, which is whatever. But then she should have been like, hey, okay, I'm sorry I didn't text you back for a while. Mm -hmm. This is the update. Da 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 da. But instead of doing that, she's immediately like posting, liking, right? Like after that first day where they like didn't get seen, she could have been like, oh hey, so here's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like her. She's so selfish. She's so selfish. So Zig admits that he's basically a loser and that Maya is talented. And he can't stop thinking about her and Jonah together. He then drops the bomb. Nothing hurts more than picturing the girl you love with someone else. And this is what sparks Zoe's brilliant plan. Set up her iPhone to record her and Zig hooking up so that Grace will see it and get jealous. Great plan, girl. But I have to say, kudos to Zig, who got consent from Zoe before cheating yeah. on Maya. He did, yeah. He, he did. did ask, Good are job. you sure? And Basic she said yes. human decency. Good job. Well, first of all, she came on to him. <laughs> right. So right. It's like he really needed to, but I did like that he asked. Because yeah. it was like, we had the whole thing about consent in the first episode. They right. were like, hey, cool. Zig still, he has applied this to other women, regardless True. of the fact that he's cheating on his girlfriend. It he shows still, growth on his part. Exactly. Okay. Still into consent. That's why Zig is, is number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a lot of questions about how that phone actually got the right angle. I know. she That, <laughs> phone, that phone was pointing to heaven. Yeah, was it like, was basically horizontal on the ground. She did it in selfie mode. It's like, he didn't see that? Say? She did it in selfie mode. Yeah, she recorded it in selfie mode. And he didn't even know. This is why I love Zig. He didn't even look over. Because she did it so obviously. She like walks over, holds it to her face, switches it to selfie mode. But he hits was Hits record away. and then puts right. it down so ever so gently, but horizontally like, on the ground floor. You and see then, him purposefully looking away. No, he's like, like brooding. The, yeah, he's yeah. like giving you his oh, best God. Edward Cullen in that moment. But I was like, how he didn't notice that goddamn phone. Like that, yeah, anyways. it was amazing. But he's a fucking dumbass, so like, oh, he's so you know, pretty though. Whatever, but. he is. He's fine. He's pretty. But like, Jesus Christ, Zoe. She specifically told Grace, "If it doesn't work out, we'll still be friends." And then she turns around and does this. But I think what Zoe was expecting was like, if we date and, and break we break up. up, not like, oh, you were never interested in me. And so I think Zoe feels like you kind of led me on. To no extent. But like, she tried to be gay for you. Like, does she really try? No, I know. But I think Zoe's like, it would have been wor- better if mm. they, if she dated her and broke up yeah, with her. Because right. then Zoe would have been like, okay, so then you did actually want to do this. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel forced to do it. But I think she kind of, yeah, feels a little bit betrayed in that sense. And so, of course, she purposely remembers Grace saying, like, the one dude she had a crush on was... <sighs> Zig, so oh, guess it. what? I can fuck Zig if I want to. Bitch. Um, I might be a lesbian, but guess what? Oh, I can God. still get some dick if I need to. <laughs> dick if I need to. <laughs> that should have been I the hashtag to. of this episode. <laughs> lesbian, but I can get dick if I need to. That is a long mm-hmm. hashtag. Oh, and this could be us, but you play in is short. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Although I did like that that was the hashtag for this episode because it applied to like every mm. thing that was happening in it. Like, like Jonah was like, this could be us, but you playing with Zig. Right. And Zig was like, this could be us, but you This could be me and Maya, but she's playing. And Zoe's like, this could be me and Grace, but she's playing. And, and Miles and Death were like, this could be us, but you live in. <laughs> so they are at the Hollingsworth bungalow or estate or manor, wherever they are. That is an apartment complex <laughs> with a swimming pool in the middle of the courtyard. If you look at each of those doors, they are exactly the same, which means that those are balcony areas for each of those apartments. They are filming in an apartment complex trying to act like that's a house. No house in the history of the world has an open courtyard in the middle of it that's surrounded by matching balcony doors. Like <laughs> it's either a like it's either a boutique hotel or that is an apartment complex that they're passing off as a house with a grand staircase coming down to the pool. Listen, when I can ad- design my own house, that's what I'm going to do. Ugh. Get ready. So anyways, they're they're out eating on the lanai because that's the where lanai? they always are. They're yeah. You've never heard... That's from the Golden Girls. No. Oh, yeah. I don't watch Golden Girls. Anyways, they're on the lanai. I watch it. I don't remember that shit. Um, Miles has to eat breakfast because they're leaving for the appointment soon. Esme has let herself onto the property because, again, Canadians never lock their doors. <laughs> and her buttons are all the way buttoned mm-hmm. up as per usual. And she is excited for some sweet, sweet croissants. She's there to check on Miles, but she doesn't want to miss out on there's like, you know, eight types of jam. <laughs> She was like, this spread, and it was just some croissants and jam. It was a lot of <laughs> just croissants. croissants and jam. Eight times. I was about to jam. say, this spread, wow, I got so many options of what I'm going to eat. Croissants with cherry jam, <laughs> raspberry jam, right. grape jam. Grape jam. I mean, Marmalade. this literal spread. Yeah, yeah, literally, a literal spread. Yeah, a schmear. Yeah. <laughs> Not even any schmears, just jams. Yeah. It was, um, that was, I was like, there's like six croissants on that table. So yeah. <laughs> calm down. And there's like 18 Hollingsworths. So. Yeah. <laughs> Miles admits that he's an addict. He's meeting with an addiction counselor today, and he can't hang out with Esme anymore. She sees her only friend pushing her away Mm. because she's an enabler, so she insults him because he's trying to get sober. But she tells him that he'll be back, and who knows where she'll be then. Yeah, she, like, calls the doctors quacks and stuff like that. Like, girl, you're, like, 17 years old. You think you know better than someone who went to medical school? (laughs) No, I think she knows she... No, this is, again, like, Esme's a psychopath. She knows what she doesn't know. She's just trying to get Miles to believe her, Mm -hmm. in a way. She's going to be... So she's trying to be, like... Oh, that's why she's like, oh, so you're square now? Because she needs him to need her. Yeah, exactly. Like, she can't function as someone who has, like, like a codependent friendship or, like, a friendship that where, like, no one depends. Or, like, where someone, like, willingly would be like, hey, girl, what are you doing? You want to hang out? It's like she needs someone to be, like... When she's around for them to be like, yes, Asme's here, 100. Like, not like yeah. a, not like an actual friendship. It's more like she's the drug, essentially. Right. Like, she needs them to need her. But like, she, I mean, she must just be incredibly insecure. Like. Oh, no. That's the thing. Oh, is yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. She's not that's, leading with her yeah. personality. She's like, here, get addicted to drugs. So you just keep coming back to me. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that you will be my friend if you actually get to know me right, but if we do right. drugs together mm-hmm. you're gonna like me because you have a good time when you're with me right so yeah maybe she's not a psychopath she's just a really sad person <laughs> i mean isn't that obvious she is a really i sad mean person. there's like people like that there's always a route somewhere it's just like yeah no. Yeah, we know. I mean, again, I haven't rewatched all. I the take seasons, back all of my psychopath comments. We know. She's just, she's just I mean, very Esme, sad. So we're in this computer lab again with Grace and Zoe. Oof. 
Grace says she understands if Zoe doesn't want to be her partner anymore. Zoe says she emailed her her half of the assignment. But really, it's a video of her and Zig hooking up, which she quickly closes her laptop since Maya is walking in right at that moment, all excited to see Zig. (laughs) She tried to text Zig a million times from the road, but Zig's phone is broken. She wrote him a song in New York City. (laughs) When did she have the time to do that, though? Like, But anyways, whatever. It's uh, cool. When her audition ended after three I, minutes. I guess. She was like, as opposed to texting <laughs> her mom you, was still at the mat for two days straight. She could have been texting him, but she's like, I'm going to write him a song instead and ignore yeah, all of I'm, his And texts. tag a bunch of <laughs> pictures of me and Jonah. Yeah. yeah. Um, this song, by the way, is clearly about her being ready to have sex. Like, you know, she's like, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm ready. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. along with that. Anyways, that's what the song's about. I I hated this song, by the way. It's I terrible. thought it was trash. It's completely like, trash. This yeah. is the it's worst song. Just like song. the character of Maya, trash. <laughs> She's put out some bad songs, but the this bounds, one yeah. took the cake. Zig says he doesn't want anything to come between them, and Maya's like, "What could?" LOL. <laughs> they kiss. Boy, oh the, boy. They kiss over the sweet, sweet sounds of her own music <laughs> as Zoe and Zig make eyes at each other, both knowing that they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Zoe's wearing that. Messy yeah. white T-shirt, which is obviously to show like this character's going through it right now. <laughs> Disheveled because she's usually preppy, cute, right. basically like Cher from Clueless. And mm. at this point, she's like, I, I, but she's like purposely not caring anymore. Right. She's mm-hmm. like, I put my heart on the line. Grace smashed it into a thousand pieces. <laughs> so I did something terrible, but I'm owning the terrible thing I did, which is like, that's some balls to like right. own that shit and be like, I mean, is it terrible what she did? Cause she sends it to Grace who, I mean, quote unquote, had a crush on Zig or whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. That was just, but it's also like Zig's in a relationships and his girlfriend's eventually going to see this video. Right. So that move to not only film it, but to send it to Grace, like what the fuck? That's take some balls right there. I know. Dude. I like that. Grace is like, Wait, this isn't a JPEG. It's a video. And then, and then Zoe's just like gives her like a mm. little roll like, yeah, and <laughs> you going to watch it? And she watches it and Grace is like, what the fuck? I feel like I, would, I wouldn't uh, want her to watch it at school. Like, yeah, right. yeah, open it up right here in the middle of media immersion. Like, I think that's why it says like Zoe's like, I got nothing to lose at this point. Like, I, I just wonder, I mean, I haven't watched ahead, so I'm definitely like, excited to see do they keep hooking up do they keep yeah, the secret yeah. like how does this eat away at them yeah that's gonna be interesting i think that that whole moment makes zoe such a very much more interesting character in terms of like consciously got into an affair with some not an affair like you you had sex with someone who has a girlfriend knowing he has a girlfriend mm-hmm. knowing that the girl that you hooked up with supposedly has a crush on him and you give no fucks that they're watching it. Because, well, like, it's another thing if they, like, had sex and, like, a moment of them both being upset and someone randomly filmed them or they mm, got filmed somehow. Right. But the fact that she consciously was filming it and knowing she was going to release it to everyone is, like, such a big, like, such a baller well, move. It's such a, like, thing, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, is... is it fucked up? 100% because he has a girlfriend. But, like. Emilio, you don't know this, but. Because I we've watched back now, Zoe's a huge fucking cunt. I know what she did to Maya originally with the. Uh, oh yeah, she when was she posted terrible the memes Maya. about oh, her. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like she, yeah, she's a huge cunt right off the bat. Right. And it's like this is her being. But she like, was nice girl for a little bit. 
yeah, I at the next yeah, class, yeah. right? Oh, uh, at the beginning of next class, she's like kind of nice girl. She's just like normal. Like she's just like, more human. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. but she's not doing those crazy stunts anymore. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, yeah. So this is like a throwback to that, but it's also mm-hmm. a big fuck you because she's like. Right. I we don't always, give a fuck anymore. We always knew she was capable of these things. We just thought she but, was. Over but like it. a lot of like the Maya thing when she like like made her film that not told her to film that video and then leaked it and mm-hmm. like memed her. That was like a shady thing that she didn't think she was gonna get caught for. Right. No, so I I mean I just think it's like kind of like a badass thing to be like, I recorded it and I'm leaking it. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it a good thing to do? I don't think so. <laughs> That's how I was it's like, wild. how did you know that? Oh, you walked in on me watching. Yeah, it. but uh <laughs> No, I think it's interesting. It sets it up for a very interesting dynamic and, you know. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, so the theme of this episode really just was the hashtag. Like, everybody yeah, had these uh, relationship goals that the other person was, like... Den- ignoring. Yeah, or, like, not on the same page as... Right, the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the other taking it so personally and so, like, dramatically. Like, Zig just freaking out. Um, Zoe filming the video. Mm-hmm. Oh, Esme. Esme is like, this could be us, but you're playing. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, she, that's right. Yeah. She's like, want, you know, wants Miles, wants them to be in this happy drug relationship. And he, he's playing. He wants to be healthy. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like, yeah, we, she's, she is essentially being like, okay, you want to be sober? Well, then you're not going to hang out with me because we could have been so much fun. We could be doing all this crazy shit, but. Whatever. Yeah. This this hashtag actually made sense today. <laughs> Unlike the not all men, I was like. This and then also is... like Carly and Mr. Hot Sauce, like they could be. We could be something. But he's playing, <laughs> staying in Canada. Being like getting a paid to be an actor. Wearing a gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous button down, short sleeve floral with a gorgeous gray trouser. Like how dare you? No. How dare you? He looks so good. He looks so good. <laughs> So thanks for coming on, Emilio. Do you have any social media you want to plug? Yeah, I'm only on Facebook, and I'm not going to accept anyone I've never met. So, <laughs> And I have a Twitter, which I'm trying to get the most followers on. I'm very funny on there. If you like Real Housewives and WWE Wrestling, you should follow me. <laughs> it is at Carly Rage Jepsen. So that's Rage. Not Ray, <laughs> because I made it when Call Me Maybe came out. And uh, I thought the funniest thing in the world was Carly Rage Jepsen, and I'm never going to change it. So <laughs> follow me if you want. All right. And thanks for listening, everyone. Um, if you have a story that goes there, especially if it relates to next week's episode, please write in at a social disease podcast at gmail.com with the subject line, It Goes There. And make sure to follow us on social media at a social disease And tune in next week when we talk about Season 1, Episode 8, Hashtag Team Followback. Thanks for listening. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Jo Gear. And this has been a Social Disease Podcast. Thanks for listening. 